Hey guys, and welcome to the Mandalorian Roundtable for Chapter 12, The Siege, an episode that didn't really include a siege, but we're happy to forgive it because it was pretty good and to forgive it for me, live on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope on Twitter. We have got an amazing lineup of guests. Hey to everyone in the chat. It is pumping. Uh, but let's introduce everyone from the Star Wars Friends podcast. We have got Maggie Lovett. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I am super well. And Maggie has also got as part of This Is The Way, they've got a fundraiser which we will discuss in um, as we get on with the show. But up top, um, all Super Chat donations will go to the Trans Rights Law Centre as part of that. So I will – I think there's little fees or something that YouTube charges, but just whatever's the face value, we'll, we'll, we will uh, get over to them. Returning roundtabler. From the Sith list, someone that has survived so many Naboos that uh, we are just happy <laughs> to have him with us, uh, Les Gonzalez. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, and that was a solid intro. So you've been uh, taking intro lessons from Mirage over there. <laughs> oh. oh, my. Um, all right, so uh, that's Les for the evening. Um <laughs> that was that was very harsh it it was there it was there i'm sorry how dare you (laughs) now listen this guy he's just been saying hey start whenever you want if you want to start in another half hour i'll be there it's fine it's 4 a.m. in the UK. <laughs> um, quite possibly, when I think about it, the first ever friend I made at a celebration, Charlie oh. Ashby. Hello there. Um, yeah, that was, I remember distinctly my first moment was getting off the tube at celebration, listening to Steel Wars, taking my headphones out because I had to get my tickets ready. And just hearing still and Dominic, and I was like, oh, for God's sake, like my headphones just start. I just turned it off. And I turn around and they're just walking by. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. That yeah. is great to be here. Yeah. And by cool, we mean kind of sad. Let's, let's admit it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie, of course, is part of the Imperial Senate podcast, as well as our next guest, Claire. Stribs Stribbling, how you doing? Oh, I'm just killing it over here. It's been it's been quite a weekend, so happy to be chatting more Mandalorian with you. Is we've got to talk um backgrounds for everyone that is um just listening on the podcast. But have you got Chewbacca surfing behind you, Claire? Oh yeah. Hold <laughs> like oh, this is we got oh god, dropping things. Uh yeah, I very much do. He's That's amazing. The centerpiece <laughs> of my entire backdrop 
Got all my serious posters in the background, and Chewbacca just needs to be front and center. We can't be too too serious over here. Nice, because Maggie's got like a, a headless Cobb band. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's be honest, he still oh, looks there good. What does that mean? Um, (laughs) From the Force Toast Pod, we have got Shut Up Laura. Don't shut up, Laura. Keep talking. (laughs) Hello, everyone. This is really exciting. I'm excited to be here. Um, My background is uh, one of my plants. Uh, (laughs) Easy plant. And then there's some Star Wars art. There's a little BB-8, but I don't know if you can see him. There it is. Yeah. There's yeah. stuff. There's just an assortment of stuff. Love stuff. I, I th- This combination of heads, I've, I'm, I've just got like such heavy late night Star Wars celebration bar vibes. It is. <laughs> oh. As you should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leaving raincoats in hotel rooms and having still need to find them. Only that- good shenanigans at, at Star Wars Celebration. Now, someone that can't let go of Star Wars Celebration, or at least its headwear, is our <laughs> next guest. <laughs> a man that in the pre-show revealed that he once used a toilet with Clancy Brown. <laughs> no. That was the scoop, I think, that he was bringing to the show. It is one of my all-time favourites. Our good buddy, your good buddy. He's got more scoops than an ice creamery from Kessel Run Transmissions. Is that what it's called this week? Yes. <laughs> Pretty sure. <laughs> hey, man, what's up? It's Corey Von Scooper himself. How you doing? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, I was just sitting here where I talked some Mando. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really love the intro that you, that you did today. You talked about the siege. There was no siege. I didn't actually consider that. That's pretty funny, Steel. I like that. <laughs> it's, not, it's not funny, buddy. It's factual. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's factually funny. It's great. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, let's get our um, opening thoughts. Let's let's lay our cards on the table. Um Apart from uh, there's, we will get to it when we get to it in the episode. There is there is one part of the episode that I I just would like to fast forward through mentally, and we'll get to that. But apart from that, as far as like a Star Wars TV show, like if if someone showed you this two years ago and said, "Hey, there's a Star Wars TV show. This is what happens." There's, there's, there's tenderness, there's this funny, like, little creature, there's heart, there's, um, like, backstory in the Star Wars universe, and there's crazy chases and battles. I thought this one, like, it, it ticked all the boxes. So I, I had um, just a, a really good time watching it. Uh, Maggie, how'd you go? I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I, I consider myself an expanded universe, like bitter fan. So there was things in this that there were expanded universe tidbits that just like set off every single like neuron in my brain. So some of those little moments definitely like caught my interest. Yeah. And, and also, as we'll go into things that you're just like, ah, oh, you're putting that in as well. I That's know. Fun. I was like, oh, I like connectivity. Hmm. It's um some some cool nods, some cool nods. Les, how did you go, buddy? Uh, it, it was great. It was exciting. Uh, I really liked the job Carl Weathers did 
Um, so yeah, it was definitely pushed the story along and it, it's been a treat. The show has been a treat, uh, at this going into this time of year right now, it's been a real, real pleasure to just be able to watch and be oh. able to chat about it with everybody. So it's just I, been uplifting in some respects, you know, in a lot of respects. On that, I think about like, how would I be doing if I didn't have this to look forward to? Like, it has been just mm-hmm. like, I, 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 like, I have a, a store back in Melbourne in Australia, and I, every time it gets a sale, I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you, store, saying in business. Like, so, you know, we're like on a, a pretty heavy lockdown that just, just, just sort of lightened up. But, um, yeah, I just, this is, this is holding me together. I, I, I have to admit. Um, so, thank you, Star Wars. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting like all these thousands of dollars I've invested over the years. I feel like I'm getting that back this month in psyche, like, in, like it's just, Emotional payback. Yes, yeah. yes. Thank you. Kept the receipts. Um, <laughs> Charlie, how'd you go, buddy? You know what? It's funny you mentioned about this being like a Star Wars TV show because on the second time watching this, I just remembered the fact that a few years ago, or at least growing up, this notion of a live-action Star Wars show that was always out there, but we never saw, and I was like, oh, that's never going to happen. And it just hit me. I was like, we're getting this every week. And it just feels incredible. The way I described this week's episode, it felt like A New Hope and Attack of the Clones had a baby. Yes. Like, there was so many different bits. Like, it had like, the corridor scenes all felt like A New Hope. But there was these, like, weird elements that felt very Attack of the Clones. So, I, just, I loved it. Yeah. And then and then that baby got car sick. <laughs> so good. Just and it's just a small bit that's like you go okay yeah, relatable like this is a show about this weird cult guy who's going out with a baby you know they're fighting <laughs> space fascists but you're like but I can relate to the casting scene that's good well the, the cult thing's so weird how because I've just like finished up watching the vow and then that um. What was the other one called? Seduced, which is about oh, yeah. the Nexium cult. Mm-hmm. So so when like um. Bo-Katan saying, oh, you're in this cult. I'm just like, oh, you need to you get out. It, it just, I know, I know it seemed like it was trying to help people, but it, it's, you know, you got to, what's, what's even like the point think, of not taking you your think, helmet off? If you think we're having it bad, Mando has to give away like 60% of his wages to this Mando cult every <laughs> year. Hey, yeah, it's they are. Lives, you know? <laughs> he was using that money to help. This is, you've opened yeah. my eyes. <laughs> it's the whole thing. Do you think um, The Mandalorian will have a documentary on HBO about how <laughs> oh, I really hope so. Surviving. The, yeah. It's just like, surviving you know, Scientology, you, Mandalorian version. It's just like, you I felt the, like Aunt Beru. <laughs> 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 oh. You see those interviewees where they like cover the faces so you don't know their identity, but it's just clearly Pedro Pascal's voice. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm ready for this. Can we start like writing this? We'll pitch it. Yeah, we'll we can just it. call it Children of the Watch. The name's right there. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I love that. Um, I, I feel like they should show his face but cover up his voice because that's what I know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Everyone would uh, be like, is that Pedro Pascal? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stribs, what were your uh, initial thoughts? Uh, I thought that this episode was a lot of fun. Really fast paced, like really fast paced, 
lots of action, like lovely, lovely warm character moments. Some of the best baby Yoda action this entire season. Um, Charlie and I will probably fight about cookies later, but um, that little kid had it coming to him. But, um, you know, a lot of really great character moments. And it's nice to see to see, you know, Pedro Pascal's chin finally. In live action, without him, oh, his head right. nearly getting blasted off. Wow. So let's let's save that because we've got it's a little get, piece seductive. I know, but no, there's a debate. There. There's this debate all over the internet. Is that was that his chin or was it a stunt chin? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he's like, hey, I'm not here to drink. I'm not. I'm walking <laughs> off. Get in the stunt chin. Getting what is it? Clint Eastwood's nephew or something to to drink it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's above Laura. my pay grade. <laughs> yes, uh, you know, a lot of my favorite points have already been covered. I loved all the Baby Yoda action in this episode. Um, I thought Carl Weathers knocked it out of the park in terms of his... I, I don't know. Was this his directorial debut? Does anyone know? Has he directed anything before? It was fantastic. Yeah. 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 So this was really exciting to see him, uh, him back in this episode uh, to see the action with Baby Yoda. I'm really excited that the Razor Crest is finally fixed. I'm kind of getting <laughs> sick of it, just falling apart all the time. Um, so that's exciting. But yeah, overall, it took me two watches to sort of like really appreciate it because I feel like I was getting peppered with a lot of Easter eggs throughout mm-hmm. the entire thing. And I just like I couldn't keep up. I had to go back and get a second viewing in um, in order to kind of go back and catch all of it. There's a lot of like solo things mentioned in the uh in the scene with the the droid teacher on the yeah. that was kind of fun um so yeah a lot of things that i liked in this episode after my my second viewing i i thought the references this episode were like intricate but not sort of stepping on like sometimes it's just like nah nah like they just got a source book out and they're just reading out like hey that's like bantha poodoo on a sarlacc day it's just like what it's like, <laughs> just saying words from star wars just talk but um the references in in this i thought were very like they're there to be missed do you know what i mean like i feel like the ones in this episode if you get them that's your fault do you know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it, it, it's not because they're talking about banthers or whatever. It's like, this is because you're a dork and you know all this stuff. This is your problem. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know too much. So there you go. Oh, feeling seen. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. Hey, I'm talking about all of us, all right? I'm, I've got, I've got a, I'm on this live street. Look at my. I'm in good company. What exactly. Can I say? There you go. Um, yes. I don't know about good company, but like minded company. I will give you that much. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is the thing when me and Corey um, podcast or stream or whatever, that is Corey's go to catchphrase. <laughs> yep. Wow. Interesting. It is interesting. Mm. Corey, wow yeah. me with interesting thoughts about this episode. Right. Yeah, I I really loved it. I was surprised because I, I had a feeling this wouldn't be the episode where we would see Ahsoka or any of the, the you know the big reveals. So I thought we would just be on you know a mission with with Grief Karga and everyone else. I didn't expect too much, but this is a good example of how the plot moves forward in an episode that you could almost consider a side quest. Uh, but then, hey, it's I'm not I'm not dissing it. 
right. And, uh, all right. Okay, fin- finish, your, finish up your thoughts, and then yeah. um, I'll I'll scold you. Yeah, but it's not. It's not. It's not. It's what I'm saying because there was, you know, obviously you, you're reunited with characters who you saw in season one, and they were a big part of Mando's life. And now uh, we get two major plot points for the rest of the season, which were super exciting to see. And I think Carl Weathers did such a great job directing this too. I was really surprised at how good it was from start to finish. Um, and uh, it's cool that he was able to do this. This is probably up there uh for season two for me i genuinely loved it i've fallen into the trap that i fell into last season where the last episode's my favorite Mm -hmm. like every time one comes out i'm like (laughs) oh that was the best one that was the best one except yeah maybe not the spider one that was like a bit of a drop off but Mm. it's like i just thought this one just it just filled like apart from having a lightsaber it, it just had like all the Star Warsiness, like so, yeah. like so much good humor and stuff. But this thing, Corey, and and I'm not saying this is this is you, but you stepped on it. The with the the filler episodes and stuff. What what do people want to happen in this show? Like the episode starts, knocks on the door. Hi, I'm Ahsoka Tano, and then it's like, <laughs> yeah. well, the re- the rest of the episode was filler, like because they didn't then go find I don't know like Boba Fett or something. It's just like, let the episodes episode. Well, I mean, there, there's filler and there's side quest. I, I don't like a side, you know, this mission that Din was on wasn't necessarily a big, like it didn't have to be a part of his you know journey, but it's, so it's not filler at all. Okay. Okay. It didn't have to be part of his journey, but he did have to go back to get his vehicle fixed. Yeah. And, what he discovered is a big part of the rest mm-hmm. of his journey. Right, 100%. Maggie, you've got thoughts. Well, the thing is with like an eight-episode season, you're not going to get filler episodes. Just because you might not find them engaging doesn't mean it doesn't connect to the larger plot. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. And I feel like... I feel like this whole like filler thing gets thrown around just as much as like plot holes and stuff. And it's just like, eh, is it though? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I didn't think it was filler at all. I think it was actually probably out of all the episodes, the most plot heavy. Mm-hmm. We just don't know it yet. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, cause I was sort of like, oh, you know, they're going to break into an Imperial thing. Bang. Yeah. Um, we're done. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> But then at the end, when it hit you with all that, you know, like backstory and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, sort of made some admittedly classic fan T-shirts a lot more relevant again, then, um, you know, I was, I was all about it. I was all about it. But uh, let's hit the actual plot, as it were. And in the opening little, here's what we've seen so far, I sort of didn't get it at this, like at this point until later on in the episode, but I found it delightful that it was 
Grief Karga had the bounty out on the Mithril mm-hmm. himself so in the first episode. <laughs> I I just I I, I I continue to be out just so impressed with the way they seem to include things in the first because it's all one writer and it's like I'm gonna call upon this later on. It's it just it's so sewn together, it's it's just delicious. I just trust this show so much. Um, and also I now like want to like go back and I uh, watch episodes. And I'm like, Ooh, is that like, I trust them so much. I'm like, is this comment going to come back later on? Like, is, is this going to feed back into it? And it just, I don't know. It just makes it so much more enriching to watch. Uh, Maggie, you're making some good gestures. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I mean, you're hitting all the, the points to how I feel about this. So Excellent. And I, I don't know, so occasionally I don't get to see everything that happens in the live chat. This is going off and we've got some super chats we'll hit in uh, a second. But I, I like just this. This is my favorite one I've seen so far. Noah Outlaw, oh. me being correct is a rarity. So uh, been hacked by Reddit. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's um, oh. when it, when is that Rebel sequel coming out? When is that? I don't know. Corey's going to leave right now. Uh, I will say as well, like, with that character of the Mithril, I really enjoy the fact that they can bring back these talented comedic actors. Because mm-hmm. I think that when you have Horatio Sands, who I thought was great in the first episode of the season one, when you brought him back, that sort of comedy he brought to like the anxious, like, don't want to get involved, I thought that elevated the drama of the scene later on in the episode when they're like finding out all this big information. So I thought that was a clever way of using those actors. Yeah. And of course we've had uh, Amy Sedaris come back and, mm-hmm. and, and, and these things tend to go in threes, which leads me yeah. to think, Hmm. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> could it happen? I mean, could it happen? After this episode? Is it? And it, could it be? Could it happen? Could they I mean, be cloning I'd, I'd an entire they're... league of Toro Pelicans? Oh, wow. No. <laughs> oh, oh, it steals the eyes. See, see what you've done. Plural <laughs> mini pelicans. <laughs> Imagine if they were if they were dark pelicans as well. Dark pelicans oh, with like three A's in the, the middle of his off. name. Dark pelican. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm into it. So when we uh, go into the episode proper, we have got. Well, oh, at- oh, this moment. Best scene. Oh, well, when it started, I was like, no, nah, I'm not feeling this. Like, because I equate him to my child and I, I don't have him um, do any wiring <laughs> for me around. You think it's 50 years old and stuff? But then as it went on, it was so entertaining, the Yoda doing the wiring, that I was like, you've made it good. You've made it good. How, 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 did, how did you guys... Uh, um, Claire, how did you go with this? Uh, what's uh, wait? No, wait. Les, I have to go with Les because he's like doing a big, he's doing a big headshot. Okay, so we, we talked about this yesterday, but I in- immediately. Got- hey, Les, Les, stop living in the past, mate. It's today. It, it just took me right back to many a Saturday morning when I was like nine years old, and I'd have to like everybody else is playing and riding bikes, and I have to stand next to my dad while he's under the hood of a car or something, and I'm just sitting there like. Okay, and I mentioned that I had to let a car down on a jack, and I was like nine. My dad was like, "No, let it down easy," and I'm like, "Okay," and I like twisted these like, bam! The whole car bounces up and down, and I'm like, "That's that has happened to me." 
So, yeah, I'm going, (laughs) there's no way you should have him in that little hole back there doing any of that stuff. But yeah, it, it was it was triggering to to an extent. Hey, but, but did your dad save you from an evil scientist that was trying to give you blood transfusions? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he would have though if that was happening. Yeah, he would have tore the place apart. Just we just unlocked a backstory here. There it is. Yeah, there it is. The way he just casually said yes was was. Yes. I think it might have happened. And people thought that this chat. Uh, yeah, clever. yeah. But it did trigger me. And I was just started thinking about like trips to Home Depot and stuff like that. And I'm like, I just want to go ride bikes. I don't want to do any of this. I just, oh, just want to eat green space macarons. And that's it, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like when he, when he got to school. That must have been very relieving too. I feel like now you're like in your head, you're talking, but you're having like graphic flashbacks. Of... <laughs> it's, it's okay. I'll get through it. Okay. You see, you sweat a little bit more, but it's all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Laura, how did you go with uh, Baby Yoda, Yoju, if you will, the electrician? I thought it was really cute, actually. I really enjoyed it. Um, I th- we're getting a lot of like more vocal noises from Baby Yoda lately, mm-hmm. and for me, they're kind of they're sounding a little bit less like a pet and more like an actual baby. Uh, just some of the noises that he's making. So there's been a sort of shift. Um, I feel like every once in a while he like there's like little words that kind of come out too, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really enjoyed the scene. I thought it was really cute. Um, I, I had no problem with Mando somehow. I, the way that I imagined that the like sort of prequel to this scene went was that he was trying to figure out how to fix whatever is in there. And the baby was like, oh, I'll volunteer. I'll crawl in. Somehow signaled that he'd do it. And then he just let him do it because <laughs> the Mandalorian still does not really understand parenting yet. So it's, yeah, it was fun to walk through in my brain. How in the hell did he get in there? Now, uh, Corey, did it yeah. like seeing what sweet little tricks you can t- teach a baby? Did it make you think about becoming a father yourself? No, absolutely oh my not. God. I, I, if, no, uh, is that the scoop? I, oh, yeah. Well, interesting. Um. <laughs> well, we're unlocking so many backstories. And <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I loved it. I thought that was Baby Yoda's best scene actually so far. Uh, it, it. I did not expect that to ever be a thing to see Baby Yoda working on the Razor Crest. So that was awesome. Uh, and uh, when he shocks himself and he just coughs at the end, that was that was perfection. It was like a perfect little, like it's it's weird because I like I think about this ep- this issue this issue this scene and like the speeder bike scene from the start of season one, like they are funny robot chicken sketches. Uh-huh that are in the show and they do it in a way that it works. It's, it's just mm-hmm. like this Favreau guy, like, cool. like, I don't, where did he come from? Corey, has he done any other work with Disney? Yeah. <laughs> What's he done? Friend, right? Well, if you didn't know, uh, <laughs> He's done The Lion King and he's done, uh, you know, he says it all the time uh, is the Jungle Book. And of course, his inspiration is Kurosawa, uh, which which the fights start in their minds. And and that's absolutely what John Favreau does. Now, I believe John Favreau's most important work is still uh, 
couples retreat, honestly. Um, so <laughs> just remember that. And he, you know what? He was pre-Vizsla in the Clone Wars, too. So this man gets around. Ah, yeah, true that, true that. Um, yeah. What about you, Claire? You, you're, you're, you're a sucker for a, um, a bit of cuteness, like, like myself. I was like, how are we going to finish this sentence here, Steele? Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I like messing with you. It's fun. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so I am not a technologically savvy person. You should not ever, ever trust me to do anything handy around the home. I have had a car. My car in college broke down every time you looked at it wrong. And did I jump that car myself? No. I risked talking to random strangers, being like, please put these on my car. I am so scared of this. So I had a little bit of like a traumatic experience. Like I was laughing, but also I was watching going, oh, my God, he's going to shock himself. I hate everything about this. Make it a little overwhelming. Um yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't vibe with electricity. That is not a, that is not a career path. I will never be an electrician. So, but that being said, he was the only one small enough to fit in that small area to do the wiring. He is fifty years old. Still, I would not, I, I, I wouldn't trust an infant like person, and I would certainly not trust myself. So that was, that was a lot of trust in a, <laughs> a lot of trust you put in Baby Yoda there. But it was so, it was funny, and it was totally like what? What? What are you talking about, Noah? Um, Don't argue with the chat quote. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, and also, uh, I, I like just remember watching my nephews when they were little. <laughs> <laughs> when they were little, it's like trying to stick their finger in the outlet, and you'd be like, "No!" And then they'd of like the second you look away, they start going. That's just totally what it reminded me of, and it was funny and brought back some good memories along with the traumatic electricity um, experiences. So, otherwise, I'm doing okay. It was great. <laughs> God, you guys, um, yeah, we're really getting into some dark past here. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> um. Like, Revelations tonight. Yeah, Laura, Laura do, do you have flashbacks? Have you ever seen a PowerPoint or anything like that? Are you okay? <laughs> I have no childhood trauma to bring up in relation to electricity, <laughs> so I guess no comment from me. All right. Sorry. Well, 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 do us a favor. Save your childhood trauma before it becomes when it comes appropriate within whatever happens in the episode. If you once choked on a macaroon or something like that, let us know. What's the point of childhood trauma if you can't make content out of it? Let's be real. Oh, 100%, yes. Exactly. Can, can I just say that I love this moment because it was payoff from the passenger episode when he was like, get over here and help. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like, yes. I yep. love that because I, I was like, it's such a, like a dad move to be like, earn your keep, kid, and it's like, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? Hey, I'm, I'm talking from experience with my own father. Yep. <laughs> You're not just gonna sit here and eat and sleep. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Six year old me climbing up on the roof to get things. Mm-hmm. Ah. I oh, earning man. my keep, earning my keep. <laughs> my also like people should be a little less harsh and thin. This is a He's guy like, whose parents who? were, you know, the Clone Killed. Wars. Yeah, they, and, they, they left him in a cupboard, like a like a space underground cupboard. They yeah, saw they, Rogue, he was raised they, by a cult. They, they saw Rogue One and they went, let's do that as well. Exactly, yeah. Saul Guerrero <laughs> didn't show up. Instead, they had the the creepy cult version of Death Watch to raise him. You know? Perfect it's nourishing environment for a child. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Also, I want to add that John Favreau's actually best role is as a 
cameo appearance in Batman Forever. If you <laughs> are very keen, you'll see oh, yeah. John Favreau in Batman Forever as a bodyguard oh, yeah. in yes. Wayne Enterprises. That's right. That's right. Ah. I forgot about that. <laughs> it was all downhill from there, really. Mm. I know. I gotta say, in the nineties, I I watched. The, the VHS out of Swingers. That was... Um, there you go. Man, that was... Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I once drove to Vegas by myself just just saying that one line, Vegas, baby, Vegas, baby. <laughs> Essentially, yes, yeah. It Thank was, God um, you were driving alone still because they would have <laughs> chucked you out the window. Oh, well, I'd, I'd never driven in America before. And um, I'm driving... On, I went off, off this exit ramp, like, you know, it's pitch black in the middle of the desert. I've never driven in America and I'm, I see like a 7-Eleven or something. So I'm like, I'm going to buy every Red Bully thing cause, so I can make it there without dying, which was a big priority. Um, <laughs> middle of the night. And um, I'm driving and I'm like, why, why is this car on the bridge on the wrong side of the road? What an idiot. And then I'm like, oh, America. <laughs> no but i i survived yes did you though <laughs> chapter 12 the crash <laughs> <laughs> see that's that's a valid excuse like because you know from australia here and Let's not get into that, but that, that's a val- that's, that's a valid reason. I, I've seen other people uh, go on the side of the road just because they're stupid. Yes, yes. It's like he, he, he killed a family of three, but he had a valid excuse. So. And I'm Corey's definitely not referencing myself or anything. I'm okay. purely just saying. Uh, let's hit, um, this my is the debate. Moment. This is the debate. Oh my gosh. I, oh, I, I, my I, favorite I, moment. I paused it here and I'll see if I can get some zoom action on this bad boy. Here we go. Chen Jaren himself. Chen Jaren. Who said that? Maggie. <laughs> Maggie, you are welcome back anytime with comments like that. <laughs> that is what we're about here. All right, let's let's get to the bottom of this. We're at three hundred percent at the moment. Let's let's go. We're on four hundred. Okay, okay. I, All right, I'm, you guys debate the. I just have to. I'm just going to go on mute for two seconds. Wait, that. That's not. I don't think that's. Corey, Corey, you are now the host of the show. I'll be back in one second. <laughs> All right, great. Oh um, yeah, I, I mean, have so many thoughts about this. I I don't think that's. Pedro that's not Pedro Pascal. No, no, that's Brendan Wayne. No. For yeah, sure. I'm going to go Brendan Wayne, well, without a, a doubt. You know, ruined. you know how you can tell? Because uh, Pedro posted a picture on Instagram, and he was definitely scruffy during it, mm. and there's no oh. scruff. Brendan was clean-shaven. Uh, I'm so let and down. Yeah. Disney, I, I want my money back. probably how it would work anyways. A moment like this would be the stunt double, possibly, and then if we do get a full removal, it'll be yeah. the money shot. So. Yeah. Well, how funny would it be if it's not Pedro Pascal when the full like helmet comes off? It's still Brandon Wayne. <laughs> no, I know, but it'd be funny if it's just like Brandon <laughs> Wayne and it's still Dinjar and there's just no explanation for it. And it's just like he took his helmet off and that's what he looks like. And that's the problem. Like, that's the problem with constantly wearing your helmet. You never know when someone's going to do the old switcheroo on you. That's the, that's what's up. He takes it off and it's D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> 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 Oh my god! 
Yeah. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Oh goodness. Steel. We're done. Yeah, I, I see. You're just, you're just you're just like sitting. Since here. he's still not back, let's talk about. <laughs> right. Hey, hey, let's settle down. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Am I back? Can you hear me? Yes. You're back. You're back. Okay. All right. So, do, whose chin did we decide it was? Brendan. Yeah. Interesting. I, I could get okay. that confirmed. I, I, oh. I'd love. Um, you're very. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> now, do you take this whole. <laughs> Like, I, I, I've heard people theorize that him drinking in front of the child is him sort of opening up and sort of weakening his way. Did you guys just talk about that or? No, but I think okay. that. Right, so, okay, yeah. So, I, I wasn't sure if this is just his daily, like, I'm sneaking a drink or he used to go in the other room and have a drink and now he's like, hey, we can have some sips together. But that, that's what that's what you're thinking, Maggie. That yeah, because um... the child's response, he seems so shocked. Like there's a little gasp sound from the child, and he's like looking up, like, which is not dissimilar from the way the child reacted when um, I think it was uh, Sasha Banks' character takes the helmet off, and that same kind of like they come off. Mm. Huh. <laughs> there's a face under there. Weird. Interesting. Love a good face. Now. <laughs> Who doesn't? Then we arrive on Navarro. <laughs> and we've got these, what are these? Are these Aqualish? Is that how you say that yeah, one? Yeah, very yeah. episode freestyle. Oh, yeah. That's what, cool. what, sorry, Charlie? Very episode freestyle Aqualish. Yes, a, a yes. Difference. Yeah. Um, and I sort of didn't click at the start, but this is actually in the, the, the Mandalorian's old covert. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think is, you know, because obviously they had to establish that um, that Cara Dune was like out fighting crime, but the fact that they said it here is just like I, I love the way they show this stuff. They show they don't tell, but like if you're watching, it's like, well, the armor is gone. The Mandalorians have not come back to where they were, but it hasn't been mentioned. But if you sort of, like, it, it's there to be discovered, which, oh, I just find delicious. Um, now, in this scene, we get the uh, the reintroduction of Kara Dune. And I... I, I, I loved Kara Dune, the character. And now I just I don't want to see Cara Dune. Like fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> I, I this is the deal. It's like when you, you when you're talking about like people's health and like the worldwide health of, of the world, people are going to get a little bit antsy. When you're talking about like like mocking, um, like like my like groups that that are star wars fans um people are gonna get very antsy i'm not i'm like i'm I'm like people are gonna get angry they're gonna get pissed they don't want to be a part of that they don't want to support it the the thing about star wars although the last few years have shocked me that this is not true but i always thought that people generally that like star wars were good people because the message of star wars was 
if you are powerful, be a good person about it. Like that is the whole, like, like, is there a more basic message that's, it's like, if you're powerful, be good. Like that's, that's what I got out of it when I was a little kid. That's what I got about it. Now, Maggie, tell us about your fundraiser to which I think we've already had, um, a, a, a number few, of donations. Yeah, a few, a few uh, sweet bits of action. But we'll we'll pop it up on the screen and uh, let us know what's up. Yes. So for any listeners who are listening to this as a podcast later and are not aware of this fundraiser, it started back in September when this first kind of shifted from somebody being just a little bit weird on their Twitter to being actually targeting fans of the show. Um, I was like, okay, I can either be really angry and make a bunch of snarky tweets and get blocked by a certain actress, or I can put my advocacy into action. So um, with Candace from Geeky Waffle and Eric from Utini, we launched this fundraiser to help the Trans Law Center. Um, Our initial goal was $1,000, which we hit in four hours back in September. And then we decided once we hit 10,000, once we hit 12,000, that we would come back and continue this once the Mandalorian um, started back up again. We thought we would be able to reach 15,000 by the end of the season, but we have already reached 15,000. And we are going to just keep raising funds. I mean, there's been a couple people have said we might be able to reach 20,000. So we'll see what happens in the next three weeks. But it has been such an overwhelmingly incredible experience to see not only Star Wars fans, but Star Wars creators, Lucasfilm employees reaching out and showing their support for the trans community. Um, There are so many incredible um, transgender Star Wars fans that are wonderful people and we need to show them support. Um, because when you have somebody who's like a main character in a show spreading this kind of hate, it is not cool, <laughs> to put it lightly. <laughs> yeah, and and of course we're talking about Gina Carano. Her yes. Twitter feed is, you know, and, and the fact, you, mm. and and you know, she's she's supporting like fans that are like abusive in their critique of Star Wars in a in a very right wing way. It's it, it, and are mocking her, are mocking Pedro Pascal, mm. like saying horrible things, and she's wishing them happy birthday, and it's just very strange. <laughs> um, and you know, if I think someone joked, this is PC gone mad in in the um in in the chat. I, I think they're just mucking about, but um, it's it, it isn't like political. It's it's like if if something hurts like a group like a minority in the world or in the fandom and they're like, this hurts us and you keep doing it or you mock it. Like you're a prick, you're a bully. Like you can, uh, like, it's just, it, it's just so uncalled for. And, you know, there's, there's someone's just typed yawn. Well, this is what we're about, dude. Like I, I want all Star Wars fans to feel as, as welcome as possible because i feel good when i'm welcomed into star wars so why wouldn't mm-hmm. i want that for everyone else so if that's not for you is that is that tiring like if anyone's yawning it's charlie it's like 5 a.m <laughs> all right <laughs> so um any super chats that we get um normally i don't really inch, inc- you know i just let super chats if people want to do it that that's fine i, I try to include as many comments as possible because i don't want if you're like poor, I, I still think you should be, or you know, you haven't got that sort of cash to spend. I um, I normally just try to include all the comments because that's what's up. Um, but 
Today, I am going to encourage them because we are going to donate them all. And I think I've, I've missed a couple. We've got Noah Outlaw here. He's put up two. He's already put up 50 bucks. I saw Hawes before going at it. Um, and it's, it's as far as I'm concerned, this is what Star Wars is about. We're using our, mm-hmm. our, our little platform to help help people that need it. And this is what, like, I'm sorry, this is what Luke Skywalker taught me to do as a child. Like, like, and I yeah. try to do it. I'm not like a perfect person, but I am trying. Like, I always treat people like Luke Skywalker. So, um, yeah, that's. Yeah, and it was such a bummer because I just, I don't want to. Like, I want to like Star Wars based on the content. Do you know what I mean? But now I have to base yeah. it on the content of like an, an actor in the show, and it's, it, 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 it sucks. And I, um, yeah, I don't know what else. If anyone else wants to say anything about this now, um, jump in. Otherwise, yeah, um, I, can I say like she's also wrong. <laughs> like a majority <laughs> of the stuff is like science, right. not really something you can debate with. Like, yeah. please wear a mask and treat people with kindness and people with respect. If you don't gather inside with large groups of people, exactly. not a great idea. I'll, I'll let you and guys, like right now, I'll, I just... I'll, I'll give you guys a general chat. I've just got to dip back. So. Oh, okay. my goodness. Doesn't want um, to talk to us. Claire, <laughs> Claire, Claire, you're now the host, okay? Oh, God. What have you done? What have you done? Oh, no. oh, he actually left. Okay. Okay. Well, you are yeah. in control, Mr. Scribbling. Oh, that is not where I want to be. I just want to be snarky comment. in comments in the corner. Um, no, but I, I, that's the one thing that I that astounds me with this whole situation is like a person's existence it should not be a subject of debate and being and literally kindness saves lives when it comes to the trans community. There's so much violence. There's an obscenely disproportionate amount of violence and suicide in the trans community. And it's as simple as being nice and respecting what they wish. It does. It takes so little effort, so little effort. Just be kind. You can literally save someone's life. Mm-hmm. That is simple. So why would you bully someone like that especially that are already down? Is, yeah, especially when the system's already rigged against you. Exactly. Uh, but, you Be know, kind. it's ridiculous. It's like, come on. I mean, the me and Claire that... know. Sorry, uh, like ISP has got a very massive like trans audience, mm-hmm. and we have people on our Discord who like are so upset about some of this stuff. It's like, look, these are just people. Like, treat them with respect. I don't know. It's and. It's not that hard to be it's nice. It's not hard to be kind. It takes so little effort. Just, just do it. And you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I try to like give people the grace to learn because I, I know that some people are raised a very specific way and that it takes exposure. But the fact that like Pedro Pascal had like clearly reached out to her to try to explain yeah. the pronouns. I mean, um, Pedro Pascal's younger sibling is non-binary. So like it's personal for him yeah. and it still doesn't seem to penetrate her mind at all which is just frustrating um yeah i i think like to your point where you just said that's what kind of blows my mind the most about all of it is the fact that pedro did have a conversation with her so i just yeah after that to keep going that's where my respect just kind of went out the window because you know it's yeah bullying people and and doing it in a way where you know you have hundreds of thousands of followers 
you know, it's not a lot of people want to say that it's difference of opinion, but that's, that's not it at all. It's there's differences of opinion and then there's bullying people and, and spreading hate. And that's what she's doing. And mm-hmm. I, I agree that it's definitely affected the way I view the character. And yeah, I don't like, I'd be totally fine if we never saw the character again. Oh, without a doubt. That's the component of it that I find really frustrating is that, you know, people are arguing that like, oh, she has a right to her opinion, but this isn't no. so much like human rights isn't an opinion. Left wing versus right wing. This is like, this is humans that don't have the same rights as you that yeah. just want to have the same rights as you. Like, it's it's that basic of a thing. So why does it have to be, why you have to make it into a political issue when it's just an issue of human rights? <laughs> it's so yeah. basic. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you don't have the right to be a bigot. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, it's not a difference of opinion. It's It's like, you're a bigot. It's, 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 yeah, it's not cool. It's not. Some people don't have the luxury of being able to separate a character from the actor when said person hates their own existence, hates their existence. Well, you know, one of my close friends, um, his fiance is, is trans. And I remember they directly wrote something under one of Gina's tweets. And it was one of the most respectful things just saying like this, this is why this is hurting people. And then they got blocked and then tons of people went after them. And I just remember thinking, you know, I tried my best to like intersect on Twitter as much as I could to, to try to educate Gina as well. And and, then I put, this is really disrespectful to not just this person, but so many other people. And then I got blocked and then all these other people got blocked. And it's just so disheartening to see that it's not even like even the people who aren't going after her in a hurtful way that are trans, right. They just want to explain for them to get blocked and for them to be shamed and for people to come after them as a result is a really big deal. And I know for them, it's really affected the way they watch Mandalorian. And this has, you know, big implications and especially because the character of Cara Dune was supposed to be such a hopeful character for so many people. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's a bummer. I do yeah. want to say no. something to Michael's comment and the the comments. Um, I think that with like the whole them not making a statement, there is an issue with contracts and like a legality yeah. to it. And I feel like we should at least look at the the fact that so many of the Lucasfilm employees and the you know Star Wars writers and all these people have shared the uh, fundraiser. They've also put their money where they might not be able to put their mouths. And while that isn't like what we should you know hold them to they are at least trying to make some small minor statements in their own ways because it is oh, the, unfortunately an issue with disney the studio is going to make they're going to talk about it at some point oh, yeah. Gonna, yeah. something will be done and we know Whether, that they just hired a, a director of diversity um at lucasfilm so there yeah. is small things something's something's coming yeah. not enough and a little too late but at least it's but, happening yeah yeah. yeah yeah but you can't hold you know, like, it's awesome that, you know, Lucasfilm employees are, like, you know, being a part of it and donating and sharing it and stuff, but you can't hold them responsible for, like, it's, this is, like, this is Bob Iger. This is his decision to, like, this is hitting his desk. What do we do about it? Where do we go? So whatever, like, happens to this, it's, like that's where it goes. This is like a star of their biggest streaming show. Like this, this is going right to the top. And yeah. you know, Lucasfilm and, and Disney—they're not this hive mind of we all think this, we all think yeah. that. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's like all these different people that um, 
you know, could be as shocked as us or as, as oblivious to, as, as someone else. It's not, um, you know, and it, it, this is like a, a giant corporation that does great stuff and, and does some stuff that's, you know, like not that cool as well. So you look at like Alan Dean Foster, you know, him sort of trying to get payment right now. And um, yeah, so I, Oh, I also just wanted to get this out of the way. I knew I had something else in my little checklist. Is I think most Star Wars fans that I interact with, because I have I've gotten rid of I, I've made sure that the 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 people that listen, if 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 your view on basic human rights and acceptance is the opposite of mine, I don't care what you think about a space movie. It just doesn't yeah. interest me because it's just like, I yeah. just don't care. Like it's just space movies, not that important to me. And thus I, I, I don't get to see that side of it. Um, you know, very much unless I go looking for it. So most people I interact with are, we're, we're on a similar page with this. And, and, and what I would just like to put out there is don't go after the people that are processing this, slightly different from you you know there'll be people that i'm not watching this episode there'll be people that just like i'm just not going to pay much notice to the gina carano parts there are people that just like i can put this i don't like it but i can put aside this and i'm going to enjoy the character it, it's it's i don't really think it's like serves much purpose to the fandom or for the the progress of the human race if you know it's just like oh you you know they'd or don't get and i see people and and if you if this whole thing doesn't bother you at all, don't get angry at someone because like they're like not going to watch that part of the show or they don't want to talk about that. It's it's that that's what always interests me is like the anger about mm-hmm. like don't spoil yeah. this with reality for me. Well, dude. Reality is up for spoiling everything in 2020. Yeah. It is what it's good at. So I um be fortunate, yeah. honestly, be fortunate that it does not affect you to that mm-hmm. way. Like that is that is that is a privilege in itself. If it really? doesn't affect your life that day on from the day-to-day basis, okay. then it's that's great. <laughs> Let's but just but, don't yeah. don't just, just don't step on the people well, that are like- are harmed by it. People are saying like, "Oh, you just woke." These people just woke. Well, if it doesn't bother you, I'm half asleep, guys. I'm like, I'm actually asleep. If anyone's going to judge anyone for being woke, it's not Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um. Yeah. So, um, I like. I, I like that intro. Like I, I found it very interesting with the the fight scene. Just getting back to um, that, but like I, like where it was set, I found that an interesting little development. The the fight scene, I, I all I could think was like, I would have loved this scene last year. Yep. But, yeah. <laughs> I know. It, um, it's... All I took away from it was that's an actual dank ferret. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ooh. And his name is Ferric. It's my head cannon, Ferric the dank <laughs> ferret. I love it. <laughs> Oh, my stars. Then we are met by the director, the champ, Carl Weathers, Grief Karga, and he drops one of the most ominous Empire Strikes Back 
uh, quotes of all time, uh, I'll get my people on it or I'll get my oh. best people on it or whatever it was. <laughs> and it was just like, dude, that is not going to go well. That is not going to go well. But I will add before we uh, start talking about Carl's uh, or Grief's reintroduction, Grief Carga. <laughs> Happy Bob Grandpa. What? It, it is nothing better. I have to... Um, I'll get some zooming going in on this one. <laughs> Look at how happy he looks. This dude. So he's cutie. just, he is just such, just an entertainer. The way he can just go into a role and add little things like, you know, from like, from, you know, like Apollo Creed to like on Arrested Development to then back. It, it's just, it, 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 it's, 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 it's stunning. Um, shout out to uh, Young Gravy's intern. Um, <laughs> man, imagine working under Gravy. He, he, gravy taught me so much. He, and it's all Gravy, <laughs> baby. Uh, it's all Gravy, baby. He's chucked in five bucks and he's saying, loving you all for real. So I think we've, I, I, I don't know how to add up all the super chats, which is probably not a good sign of my success on YouTube, but um, <laughs> I, I, I estimate we're already over a hundred bucks. So, yeah, um, oh, so yeah. that is pretty cool. Um, uh, Les, what did you uh, think about uh, the reintroduction of grief? Kaga. I thought it was awesome. Um, I think we do get baby Yoda's, first word in his interaction with them. So I think uh, he has a major point and a major point of history in Star Wars canon now. So uh, yeah, seeing grief again and knowing that things were going to go crazy from there was really cool. He's just, he's just the bad. Like it's just, look at him. Oh, actually I haven't got him on the screen. I'm looking at my Not screen. I'm you, not- had him. you had him there. We only needed that. That's, that's how good he is. Oh, cutie. <laughs> He is just the best. He should direct a um one of those Creed sequels. Oh uh, man, those movies are masterpieces. First of all, uh, people I understand a lot of people may not like violent movies, but Creed one and two the franchise is very very good. Hundred very solid, very very solid. Part two I think was better than part one, and if we could get some type of I don't know if we could get Carl Weathers in Creed. In some way, some type of vision, some type of like dream sequence or something. Yeah, that would tie it all together. That would make the Rocky universe complete, like t- totally complete. Awesome. The, the Rockiverse. There it is. Yeah, excellent. Hey, um, I've been in Sylvester Stallone's uh, driveway, just so you know. Um, <laughs> Just want to get that out of the way. Jared, the Dark Jedi, our buddy in the chat says, uh, this whole bit here is my favorite part of the episode where it says, he taken care of you. Yeah. He said, yeah, it's so precious. But um, it all I love that bit because it calls back to my favorite line of all the Mandalorian when um, Grief says to Din, he might just take care of you. Like that. Oh, hey, guys, yeah. hey, guys, I don't want to pull out my... As a father card, but as a father, <laughs> I was I was pretty moved. Uh, and uh, thanks for your donation, Jared. You're an absolute champ. Now, this, you guys, I've got to get this up while I go crazy. Claire's just like, what is he doing? This is what excites me about this show is <gasps> they drop 
these references and callbacks and then do not mention them because they are confident. In the village of Navarro, there is a statue in the background. If you are watching, you can see it as they walk into the school of IG-11, saviour of Navarro. Amazing. you know, like like Laura, you you're a schmodowner. You, you're you're into the um, you know, the facts and figures. How do you like little uh, bombshells like this getting dropped nice and subtly? Oh, I like it a lot, and that's again another reason why you just you gotta back, go back and revisit these episodes. You can't just watch them once. You gotta watch them twice, three times. If you're studying for some sort of trivia thing, maybe fifteen to I don't know give or take, but I did, I really did enjoy the little details like that. And the great thing about what they're doing in the Mandalorian is that they really are balancing it with throwbacks to previous episodes within this season, as well as like throwbacks, like bringing in Bo-Katan as someone from sort of the expanded Star Wars content that's out there. So I think that that I, I do really appreciate the sort of balance that they're keeping with that. They're not going too deep. And when they are, they're balancing it out with things that are calling back to that, you know, events that have happened in the actual show. It is just immaculate. Corey. Yeah. Yeah, not- I, I, I love this. Um, I think, like you said, what, what's cool about this show is, you know, they know that the hardcore fans are also watching to, like, spot all those little Easter eggs. And I think that's the perfect way to honor IG-11. I Genuinely never thought we'd ever see anything IG-11 again. So that's pretty cool to see that. And uh, I'm sure Mando was very happy to see that as well. And now, I'd like, can I just interject one thing real quick? You can do I'll, two things. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. Now I have a whole other thing. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, <laughs> no, I paused this marketplace scene <laughs> several times. And I scoured every single angle, every single corner of the marketplace scene. And you know that life on Navarro has improved because there is not a single monkey lizard being roasted on a spit anywhere in that market. Which means, you know, that's how you know the time has passed. Progress has been made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, can I add to that point, Claire? Like, yeah. We were saying about how it makes it Navarro happen. changed so much in the way that they tell the story yeah. just through the visual look of the place. And the you don't lack need to of be like, Navarro's improved since the Empire left, blah, 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 blah. You don't need to say that for the dialogue. It's just there visually. Everything's yeah. more colorful. Everything's more vibrant. I mean, Grief looks happy. He looks like, throughout the Imperial rule, he had to be this, like, sort of uh, aggressive man who had to do this bounty hunting. But now here he is in his, his own profession, his own business. He seems happy. He seems, everyone He's seems healthy. Red. Everyone's laughing. Yeah, everyone's happy. I love it. But yeah. the rent prices have skyrocketed. Uh, <laughs> oh, surely, surely. Yeah, property values have raised and you all got to pay or you got to go. Is Greek yeah. Cargra gentrifying Navarro? Is that yeah. what you're yeah. 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 when you bring in farmers market? There's a subway here now. In a Montessori private school too. Seriously? Is it in a Montessori private school? Well, just look at his the Helicopter robes. parents are like just checking in like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Claire, this might... This might really ruin your night oh what have you done there's no lizards on the street but what if they're cooking lizards at some hipster place up the street you know like everyone's got rolled up chinos and stuff 
still don't. I don't mean to sound extreme here, Steel, but I will join the First Order and I will Star Killer base that place to the ground. Okay. Wow. We need to keep them. <laughs> they, are sentient, they are sentient creatures. Stop the this children? abuse. The women <laughs> and the children, too. <laughs> hey, Cor- Corey, d- yeah. do, do you want rights for monkey wizards? Please. Well, he's equally as passionate <laughs> as Claire. So, um, I know I yeah. like you, Corey. Good to say. Good to say. Good to say. Um, Excellent times. Now, um, then we enter the school. Schoolhouse Rock starts playing in the background. Yes! Oh, my God. Um, Maggie, how how did you deal with the cuteness? Like, the the E.T. vibes of it all. It was just... This was... Bliss. I couldn't believe it was happening in a Star Wars like TV show, but there it was. I don't understand how the child told him, like that kid told the child no. Like oh, share oh, your yeah, Oh no, oh no, oh no. The can of worms share is about it. to open. Charlie's about to explode. Oh no, no. Do you know why he shouldn't have give it given it to him? He asked. No, no, it's because he didn't say please. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta learn to be polite. He doesn't speak no. English yet. Yeah, that was no. that was a please. No. That was a please. Look. You have a whole sleeve of cookies. Give him one. He didn't thing. choke him. Look, he could have force choked him. It's a good point. That is true. He, I, you he know what? I thought that was, I said I thought that's what he was going to do. I, for I the cookies oh. was just wipe out the classroom. Oh my <laughs> and god! Just sit there with everybody, like just it, cowering, <laughs> either cowering in fear while that kid is like choked to death. Oh, wait, wait. Eating his, he's eating and just looking at everybody like, what? I just wanted the cookies. And I'm like, he wouldn't give you this cookies. could have been, it could have went south very fast. It really well, this is, this is a great surprise. We have got um, Noah. He's about to call in to, oh, um, Lord. he's going to, he says he's going to show us how to um, teach baby Yoda manners. All right, you, let's get him up. Okay. That's, um... <laughs> that is, uh... <laughs> Maggie, yes, please. <laughs> that baby Yoda is still missing from our apartment. Okay, I will out. The Took off. That's um, a vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't need the video now. I don't need the video. <laughs> I will say it would have been quite a twist if Baby Yoda just started force choking everyone in there, and then the show gets really dark, and Mando comes in, and, and the protocol droid yeah, is like, just the beginning. "Look, look what happened! It's all these kids, Anakin style." And then, like, ah, uh, no, they they go back to pick him up at the end of the school day, and there's just all these kids running and screaming the other way, yeah. like, "Oh, what's going on here?" It's... One of my favorite moments from the uh, Castle Run transmission, uh, Castle Run transmissions reaction was it cut straight to the scene of the school, and Corey, without a second's notice, just goes, "Anakin would just wipe those kids out." That's right. <laughs> yeah. Not my Star Wars. Not my Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just spitting facts. Like, if, anyways, like I'll, yeah. I'll defend that kid though, because like I don't, I don't, I don't like bullies. So I know you guys want to. He is the bully. Yeah. He's yeah. the bully. Totally bully. Politely asks 
for one cookie. Not his food, though. He should have bought his own food. It's literally an infant child. That's, that's, right next that's a Din problem. Din should have packed lunch Exactly. For him. It's Din's fault. Like, if someone... I mean, there were three adults fries, in charge of him when they dropped him off. In all honesty, one of them could have been like, he's going to be hungry later. And yeah. <laughs> he's always hungry. Always hungry, yeah. <laughs> the kid should just be happy he didn't try to eat him. That's, That's true. He, he still hasn't gotten a taste for oh, flesh. Yeah, like, oh, like defending <laughs> tearing flesh. Like <laughs> a little like, gremlin action. People are too harsh in this little kid. I think I need to see more right. video to teeth action to figure Everyone's out. Everyone's too harsh for the child. Once he starts teething, it's all over for you, jerks. <laughs> Do you see that mouth of teeth he has, though? It's, it's uh, frightening. Yeah. Good. A fifty-year-old, right? Hmm. I don't know. Well, we just hope that um, he can get kept in line. Otherwise, oh okay. my Lord. But this is the sad thing about it. Like, see, see, when 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 Noah's thinking about it, this is him. So that's his, he's, he's, he's a weird one. He's a weird one. So anyway, going on with the story, uh, they drop off the school, the, the, the kid at school, and uh, then they land speed it out through the desert, which I like, I love this show so much that like normally overly referencey things get a bit much for me, but they just easy, just seeing a land speeder go over the desert. I'm just like, Oh, Oh yeah, that's the stuff. But, <laughs> I am loving Grief Karga and the Mithril's relationship. Uh, this shot is Grief call- telling him to sit his gills down or park your gills there, whatever, referring to his gills. Beautiful. Just stunning, stunning stuff. Um, Corey, you're yeah. a man of action. What, what did you think about the, the assault, the, the non-siege siege of the siege? It, it, it was actually really cool. I, I always love seeing uh, Mando taking out stormtroopers, but I, I just loved the amount of times Mithril was trying to get out of the situation and Grief Karga just kept on, you know, reinforcing the fact that, that was not an option. Like this poor guy is like, he knows they're about to enter into this really awful situation. He's like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to wait by, you know, the land speeder and then the Grief Karga. They, they would not let him. And I actually felt bad for him uh, half the time, which is strange. Um, uh, Corey, would you like to address um, David Lozano, uh, his his comment in the chat? Yeah, he indeed did do that, yeah. He, uh, the, the minute that, that Dinjarin walked in, he just let it all out, which I thought was awesome. Uh, good, good connective tissue there, showing the fear. I also loved how he said that he couldn't see out of his left eye still. Um, that, that's a cool little reference to the, the carbonite freezing, which was yeah, cool. It, yeah, that's that's a cool reference to the pain he's endured, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Mithril kind of annoyed me in the first episode because he was so like his plan was so bad. It was just like, dude, come on, you're, you're trying to get away from the lead character in the opening scene. It's not going to happen. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Read the screenplay. But um, in this, he's like an old friend. The face turn he's done. I love him. I, I I'm I, I'm Team Mithril. How about you, Laura? I am down to have a Saturday Night Live character actors in my Star Wars. No questions asked. I am here for it no matter what. So I was very excited to see Horatio Sands back. Excellent. Excellent. Charlie, what did you think about the whole um, assault on uh, the station? The the running, I, I, I love, this is like something that's like, 
like kind of a limitation that I now love, and that's running down the same corridor from a different angle. Can't get mm. enough of it. Just keep. <laughs> I just want to like twenty minutes of just down the same corridor back. Front. Well, I'm British, so we grew up with Doctor Who, which is literally 45 minutes of running down corridors. <laughs> it is. It is. You know, so this is like hitting me where it hit. Yeah. It gave me certain original trilogy vibes, obviously. The opening scene where they go, like, trying to hack through the door. I immediately thought of Return of the Jedi, like, trying to get into the little base. But inside this Imperial base, I just, it felt so a new hope to me. You got the whole Ben Kenobi, doo channel like chasm which i just love uh the little nods towards there not being any guardrails was nice oh i i, I thought that was like one of the funniest <laughs> sort of out of galaxy jokes brought into the galaxy ever yeah. and um look at that i've actually got the image i i that, that, so many ocean violations yeah <laughs> I just I love the Imperial like base designs and seeing them just run through. We had so many like those references that we can take for grind, like there they are, blast them. Like it just yeah. hits you. I just I, I just love it so much. I was gonna say I thought there were a couple of like either direct lines or like direct mm-hmm. sound bites taken yeah. right from A New Hope in this episode. It was really fun to hear those. <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. them incorporating that. Hearing, like, I don't know if it was a sound bite or it's just the same line, but hearing the blastum again, I like got transported back into my like mum and dad's lounge room. What it was just like, Bruh. like it just, so good. yeah, yeah, it was, it, it, it was so dope. I do have to say, I did freak out when they were talking about how the Mithril was complaining about how it was going to be a waste to blow up like all the vehicles and stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, shut up, Mithril, like, do you know what mm. I mean, like, like just. Just do one for the team. And then I saw a carport full of speeder bikes. And I'm like, <laughs> that, that is a waste. That You cannot blow up all these sweet, sweet speeder bikes. And oh, still, <clears throat> like, you're like me. We love Return of the Jedi so much. And with some of the cartoons, sometimes they can use the episode three sound effects, but they, they're just milking those episode six sound effects with their speeder bikes. I, oh, every time we see a scout trooper and the little blaster later on. Uh-huh. Oh, the best blaster in Star Wars, by the way. But when guys, they go for it, did you guys notice one of the scout troopers? Like the minute that they went off the mound, there was one that didn't even get to make the chase. He just died. Yeah, <laughs> there's two, two of them. They crashed into each other. That's sad, but funny. Corey, wipe that smirk out of your face. I was very upset. I was like, oh yeah, four speed. Oh, two speed of bikes. Yeah, this is gonna be good. <laughs> I, um, I just like when I think about scout troopers now, I think about the ones that abuse Baby Yoda. So I'm just okay with them kind of biting it. Mm. Oh, no, no. They're Off still with alive. all their heads. No, in my head, they're, they're Tack and Bink in canon. Those two. <laughs> That'd be actually awesome. What about you, Wes? What, what, what references in, you know, you've got TIE Fighters, you've got Speeder Bikes, you've got all this stuff. What, what, what hits you? What hits your Star Wars fandom to where you're like, oh, yeah. That. Uh, right when they take off and they go over to to continue the pursuit in the speeder bikes, you get that overhead shot of them just coming out and then just kicking on the burner just to catch up. I'm like, yeah, that's right there. That was perfect. Uh, it was cool. Just and, and to get that car chase element in this thing and and they're like maneuvering this like gigantic. I'm going, that's like the Falcon, like. 
trying to maneuver this gigantic thing through different, you know, through tight spots and, you know, getting in, getting in and out of things and just in, in pursuits that that's one thing that star Wars does really well is throughout all of it. You know, that there's some, a big time chase of spacecraft or something like that. And it just went straight for it. Very dope. Then there's this one thing. And, um, that has, has, has sent shockwaves through the fandom. And that is Guy on the side <laughs> of stage. So good. Oh, I love him. I, I'll zoom it in for everyone watching, but dun, 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 dun. There he is. It's got a... for... Next Give to... Carl Weathers a little bit of wiggle room, everybody. Just a little I just have to say, this is like... You are not in the film because I work in the film industry, and this is like you are not like officially a real television show or a movie until you have a bogey like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's, it's what makes it awesome. This, this is, is Star this Wars, the equivalent of the Dasani water bottle, am and I, the, I, Star Wars, yeah. the Starbucks yeah. coffee cup. Yeah, there you, there you go. There it is. Yeah, is that is we made it? Guys. I can't wait to no, see this what is, um, players do with this. This is in the universe. This is a ghost. I know, I can't wait either, Clara. This is a ghost. You know what probably happened? Somebody probably went to Crafty. They came back and heard rolling, rolling, and they're like, just tuck in. No one will see you. And right now, his phone is still blowing up. So he's got a roast beef sandwich in one hand then, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or like a cupcake or something. Have you You seen that action figure image that someone's made? Oh, yes. That is pure genius i love what charlie just said about that being a ghost like that's just like that's the best little star wars reference ever there's just a ghost now in star wars even the crew is on set yeah you can read about that in a from a certain point of view in 40 years (laughs) (laughs) i went to craft services and then i was in the shot i'll never that's gonna be a great panel ever live this day for it (laughs) Can't wait for it. <laughs> the best easy cosplay, honestly. I would um I would like them to keep the continuity and when they ran back through that corridor to have him still like standing there going the other way. That would that would be super like But is he gonna come out? Will we discover who old um T shirt he is? I hope so. You know, well, gotta, wait like, season three. gotta wait till season three of the Mandalorian to find out. Okay. Yeah, can they like include him in one episode per season now? So we always have to like look out for when he'll appear. Yes. So where's Waldo of the Mandalorian? Yes. <laughs> next time he appears. Short boom guy. Yeah, need the boom guy with the air of pink shorts to yes. hang out in the background. That'd be brilliant. It's a great man. Now uh we've got to um a few crew have to bail just to the lateness, but I just want to hit Laura up for this one because you're, you're, you're deep into the Star Wars lore with all your trivia and studying. And then we have got, which I thought, you know, I, I thought we were just going on this mission. Um, and then all of a sudden we're getting these Snoke in a tank callbacks with um, this bizarre creature. What do you know, Laura? What, what have you picked up on this one? You know, that was my first thought, too, and it was after I uh, watched the episode, I learned it was also Reddit's first thought. But I, I think that the the biggest clue there was the music cue. We had this mm. music cue that sounded a very much like a sort of Snoke theme, I think, that we heard in The Last Jedi. So mm-hmm. I was, I mean, that's, I think, the running theory. I, I don't have anything else on it, um, to be honest. I think that's, that's probably the direction that we're headed in. But, yeah, it's a much... Um, 
smoother version of a, of a, um, um, the Snoke that we know and love, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that's my guess too. This was the scene that like made me lose my mind. There's there's a big big hint that that we kind of discovered last night of of what that is that I don't I haven't seen anyone else talk about. Well, don't be shy. Oh, so yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, hello. This was it's brought dark. up on our on our round table last night. Is uh, in Legends the dark yep. troopers, which we saw at the end of this episode, are cyborgs. They have yep. uh, force sensitive people and like clones inside of that armor. And yeah. it would make sense that Moff Gideon is building an army of force sensitive people to put in those suits. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what's going on here. I think he's creating an army of force sensitive dark troopers. Uh, and we're going to see that next week. Yeah. That's what I talked about last night on the star Wars friends podcast too. Yeah. Yeah. I think my expanded universe brain was just like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, anytime we can pull expanded universe into Canon and then also connect it to new Canon. You've got my, you've got me. hundred percent. I love it. Um, all right. So we best say goodbye to our, I, I can't believe Charlie's not one of these. Charlie, do you want to bail out at this time? Or are you happy? Look, to- I'm in it for the long haul. Yeah. I'm so impressed. That's Good man. Sweet. I'm not. I have to sleep. <laughs> uh, Laura, thanks so much for joining us and uh, get some sleep. But um, what I would like is a sweet plug, as much as I hate them, I, uh, a sweet plug. You don't see me talking about my merch store or my, my, my very um, content-filled Patreon. You just don't get me – Yeah, I just don't talk about it. I don't talk about it enough. I should say that. But anyway, give us a sweet plug, and I'll also need your score out of 10 for the episode. Mm, okay. Um, I'm going to do the score first. Let's go with – let's go 7 out of 10. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, until then, you can find me on Twitter. I am at shutup underscore Laura. The show that I host with my friend Alice is a forced uh, – it's called Forced Toast to Star Wars Happy Hour, where we drink wine and talk about Star Wars. And then I host a uh, show on John Roca's YouTube channel called The Jedi Way, where we just talk about sort of general Star Wars stuff, sometimes stuff that's in the news and sometimes not. So it's a new show, and it's a lot of fun, so please check all of that out. Excellent. I have to say about your show, I because I, 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 I met you at Celebration, and I was like, I'll go listen to the podcast. And I was in my back of my head, I was just like, why have they named it after Toast? <laughs> <laughs> and then I start listening to it, and I'm like, oh, alcohol. Yes, I remember alcohol. I don't know why I was thinking about breakfast items, but um, I thought it was in reference to toast this whole time. I did too. No, it's a it's a common misconception, <laughs> but yeah, it's as in raising a toast is the idea that we were going for. Also, pick a name for your show that's just dumb enough that no one will ever steal it. It works out really well. Hey, look at look at the name up there. It's 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 I, I nailed it. No one's going for it at all. Exactly. But I, I am disturbed that I jumped to the wrong conclusion as Corey. That is. That's mm, that's dangerous. That's, do you dangerous. know what that is? That's mm, wow, interesting. Interesting. That yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> that is interesting. Um, thank you very much, Laura and Maggie. You've got yes. to bail to bed as well. Um, give us a quote 
a quote. Give us a quote. Can I have a quote? Just a Star Wars quote. May the Force be. That's a good one. Um, give us uh, your score out of 10 and also your sweet, sweet plugs. And we'll also um, have the – I'll put the, fun, the fundraiser graphic back up in uh, two secs as well. Excellent. Um, I'm going to give it an 8. If it was directed by anyone else, I probably would have given it a 7. So it's one whole point just for Carl Weathers. Excellent. The Carl Weathers bump. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Uh, and um, let the good people of the internet know where they can track you down. I am all over the place. So you can find me on Twitter at Maggie of the town. I'm also one of the co-hosts over on the star Wars friends podcast. And I also have my own YouTube channel, which is dedicated to star Wars, which is called let's talk about star Wars. Um, there are two on YouTube, unfortunately, but I'm the one with the URL. So you can find me at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash. Let's talk about star Wars. Excellent. And much like Catherine Neen has done, all Super Chats are going uh, towards the Trans Rights Legal Center. Um, she says, infiltrating Imperial Base, running down corridors, blasting stormtroopers, exciting chases is so my childhood backyard adventures come to life. It's the best. And um, that's a, uh, a very good thing about... Um, about Star Wars. Oh, Roy Beasley's got a, uh, oh. complaint, a complaint about the episode. More Maggie next time, please. Well, listen, <laughs> listen, Roy. Like, get if, if Maggie's got a post office box, just send her some Red Bulls. Send her some, um, I don't know, whatever you need, and 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 we'll we'll do our best. But you are welcome back anytime, I Maggie. I love to. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Sam Stubel says. Chuck yes. in 10 bucks and um, says trans lives matter. Do you want to run us through the fundraiser one more time? Because people, if they are listening to this on delay, there is a link in all the um, the podcasts, YouTube, whatever. There will be a link directly that you can um, donate yourself and any, um, any amount is welcome at the moment. You yes. have raised... 15,676. I'm pretty sure, I'm confident that that's over $15,800 now with what we are scraping out of the Super Chat. And we actually just updated and we're at 15,908. Somebody just donated $200 30 minutes ago. Excellent. Hell yeah. Thank you. If if Sean is in the, the... chat right now thank you so much this has just been such an overwhelmingly incredible experience um trans rights are human rights this is the way there's there's nothing else to be said about it because it's it is a fact well thank Um, you for starting this yeah i mean i continuously say that like i've just been overwhelmed by the fact that i've been able to be a conduit for this like this is the star wars fans and the community that has done this like i've been like very like it's not about me it's not about me like i'm just so happy that i've been able to like have an idea that has brought the the fandom together um in such a a wide scale way and i love sam sam's comment on his um donation because that was one of the reasons that i chose the trans law center they have an incredible outreach program for um, black indigenous people of color um that is one of their primary focuses because unfortunately Unfortunately, people of color are more likely to die from hate crimes in the trans community. In fact, there have been 29 people who have been murdered or died under suspicious cases this year, which is up from last year. So it is, it is a real issue. So, and 
you know, for people that aren't across all this, you don't have to, you know, be, you know, I'm certainly not like 100% on the terminology and all that. Yes. But like my belief is that everyone should feel welcomed. Yeah. Based on, you know, their, 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 their character rather than um, yes. their, you know, anything else about it. It's it's like the person that matters. And, exactly. um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm stumbling on trying to explain it, but like, I, I feel like, if your heart's in the right place, mm-hmm. come with us, and um, uh, you know, with with great fans like Maggie, we'll we'll make it a, a bigger space. So um, that is some warm thoughts as you, you drift off to bed. <laughs> yeah, um, I, 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 I hit sixteen thousand with the donations from this tonight. We have crested over sixteen thousand, so it's just incredible. Excellent. Awesome. As um, you know, you don't have to um get a uh centimeter thick image of Cobb Vance to keep you warm anymore. You can have the warm glow of, of doing a great thing. Yes. And and as I said, I'm not here to judge. What anyone no. wants to do is what they want to do. So you cob it up. You asked for a quote <laughs> and I will say we are the spark. This is the way. This is the this way. way. Good night, uh, night Maggie. Thanks so much. Thank night. you. Night, Maggie. righty. Let's get to the next image if I can. Dun, 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 dun. Why do I have to make noises as I click every one of these <laughs> things? Brutal. I will say, though, that um, the whole cloning thing, that that theme music that was played in episode three and episode seven, oh, give me the chills. Oof. Oh, yeah. I love, I love the clone. creepy factor of it. You know, like when, before Mandalorian started... I wanted to feel creepy when Moff Gideon was on, so like that the creepy wow. vibe when Moff Gideon was around. <laughs> and I feel like new clip still. Ah, uh, yeah, I knew I knew something like that was about to happen. Uh, <laughs> so I I genuinely uh, got freaked out when I saw that. Mm. And then you've got um this little shot with uh, was it Doctor Pershing? Is that his name? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I. Like I love this shot because I'm, I'm, I'm such a fan of Mithril now, and I like his face turn. I like that he's now like like he's on our team. He started out as mm-hmm. like a you know a bit of a dastardly, full hardy like villain, and I, I feel like this is when it became real for the Mithril. Look at him; he's 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 captivated by um what this doctor's saying. So I, I feel like this is a very important time in um the Mithril's journey through the universe. Right. Yeah. I think all of them are probably a little concerned about what's going on now. Especially, yeah. Yeah. Especially because like as an audience, we know that Moth Gideon didn't die. Right. But for the Din, like seeing his realization, the horror, like, okay, like I can't just keep hopping around the galaxy trying to find this. Right. Jedi. I'm now on the time limit because now I know mm-hmm. this guy's going to try and get this baby back. Yeah, for sure. I also really love the uh, midichlorian count reference there. Um, M count. M count. M count, yeah. baby. And, awesome. and so artfully done that like, how can we tie this in to the greater canon but then dance around like this word that's been so, you know, demonized or whatever, you know, like midi-chlorian count. Like it's, it's, it's what someone would name a, a parody news site. Um, <laughs> nice. 
actually so, wish I thought of that. That's great. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay. Uh... You know I've got a website called the Midichlorian Count. I remember it very well. No, I don't. Okay, that's why everyone stopped. Um, because okay. I actually, yeah, look it up, Corey. You'll be very wow. Shocked. I thought I just said the worst thing in the world. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I love. Um, they sort of got to me- include it, but dance around the like, you know, the ah, Jaja Vinks, eh, like like that reaction that that references to the previous. That's how yeah. you do it, like. That's how you explain gobbledygook science fiction shenanigans. How you don't do it is the Rise of Skywalker, Sith magic, crazy stuff that only the Emperor knew. Like that's the stuff that I was yeah. like, okay, two on the nose, yeah. M count. That's how you do it. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. And and I love the reveal that Din that they all thought Moff Gideon was dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like that was super dope. Um. And it's like, it's just so fascinating what, so do you guys think, like my sort of initial theory was the blood from Yoju that they're using to make, you know, these clones and stuff that was separate from the dark troopers. Do you think I think think it's separate? Yeah. What do you think, Corey? I think it's a bit of both. I think there's a couple things going on. Um, I, I do think that Moff Gideon is in the know about Palpatine. I do think that Snoke is actually needs to come into play very soon in the Star Wars world. So it makes sense that they're working on Snoke himself, but also I'm sure to the side, they're also trying to create an army and whatever they can do with the blood and whatever they can work on with it, they'll do. But I do agree that I think a couple of projects are going on at the same time. Okay. But do you think those dark troopers have got the blood as well? I do. Yeah. Hmm. I, Wait, I, you... I think of the experiments to see if it'll work or not. Like like a super soldier program. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What do you so think, Claire? Um, I, I'm conflicted because I feel like they've talked so much about how this is going to tie into the origins of the first order. Um, so I, I know that, and and we haven't seen and 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 this means nothing because every new Star Wars movie there's a new action figure that we need to sell a new trooper and a new packaging and a new XYZ and I get it. We've got our Sith troopers, we got our Death troopers in Rogue One. Dark troopers in The Mandalorian looks like it's going to be and I'm that's not me like hating on it at all because every time there's a new trooper I'm like, "Oh good, give me the new trooper." Um but I I think I think that it probably is somewhat of both. Um, the more that I talk to other people about it, I think that that makes more sense. But I think that, I think that, yeah, this is going to be our our avenue to our our rough drafts to getting to Palpatine in a real corporeal form. 
um, cloned and in the flesh doing his Sithy thing. Um, but but <laughs> and and was Snoke being the uh, the rough draft, bad bad rough draft that that your teacher circles and highlights a million different things on it when they give it back to you like do better next time that's going to be Snoke, um, and I think it's through this project that that it's going to happen. I, I do have to say that now that Corey's gone, he's walked off somewhere. It looks like Claire has got all these signed Clone Wars <laughs> merchandise in her room now. Yeah, it all flows into one back. Yeah. Room. <laughs> Honestly, I, I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> My room looks fantastic. Yes, there you go. Like, I wow. think the, one of the things about this whole sequence is that the way they're framing it, especially like later on in the episode, it certainly seems like Moff Gideon is one of those very much more of a pride than a Hux. Like he's more into the whole Palpatine stuff of it. Like very, like I feel like it's more Sith related. So that's why I'm going with the Snoke stuff. And I think with the Dark Troopers in the EU as well, they were like they were droid versions of the Dark Troopers. And I feel like if they're if these are droids, that makes more sense in terms of like Din's backstory because you know he has this sort of distrust of some droids. And he may have like improved that with IG Eleven, but if you've got these like evil versions coming in, trying to hurt oh. the baby, mm-hmm. that's a good oh, that's no. good conflict. It's gonna flare back up, you reckon? It could be. I I'll say about the dark troopers. Heard something really cool about them. Oh, scoop! Leave it at that. <laughs> You can't just leave it at that. Leave it at that. Thank you for talking for me. Thank you for speaking up, Claire, because I was like, come on, man. You just can't (laughs) leave it at that. Corey, listen, buddy. I I don't... This is how I feel. What did they do to us? (laughs) Come on. Do you want me to say... Please? Please? You will definitely know on Friday. There we go. You'll definitely know on Friday. It's something so that, it's a robot confirmed. That's right. Here, here's what I'll <laughs> say is this particular scene I had heard about in August and I thought it was the most bizarre thing. And at the end, when I realized it was the Dark Troopers, like when we were off camera, Noah and I were totally freaking out realizing <laughs> what was what was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah. I can tell you guys off air, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone who, who's watching. Is it going to be an army of Ian McDermott's? Yes, that's right. It's like all really it's like... Ian McDermott. <laughs> yeah. Are they, are they just going to keep saying "roll it again"? <laughs> Do it. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, this is interesting. Say that's... it or Toro will eat you. I don't like that. Oh, I love <laughs> this theory. Maybe there's a baby Yoda in each dark trooper. <laughs> So are they just going to go around eating everything? <laughs> My God! Now, now we've got a question. Will this is this going to be in the next episode? This scene? Yes. Oh, interesting. Ah, oh. <laughs> arrived. <laughs> <laughs> wow! What a um. What a potential scoop there. Now, um, this shot. I'm a sucker, guys. Oh, I'm, telling you, I'm telling you right there. That gave me indoor vibes. That gave me everything. I was just like... Look, we've got something on an Imperial Senate podcast called 
like we, we talk about getting moist and I, I'm telling mm-hmm. you now <laughs> this that's just, it just fire forward full on waterfall baby more than moist <laughs> full on drenched pure Camino vibe pure Camino <laughs> that was such you guys are in just such podcasting together you're like <laughs> We've we've got this thing on the Imperial Senate podcast called Getting Moist and Quasar like going, aha, yeah. <laughs> We're a good team, you know. Yeah. We're in sync. Oh goodness. Look, anything with a scout trooper in, you you've won me over, but can we just talk about that little blaster? Those oh. tiny little blasters. Oh cutie. So oh hey. Get it, get it, get it wet, get it wet, Charlie. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. On the ankle. <laughs> oh no! There is a shot where they zoom in on the boot when he's accelerating. Yes. And I don't know what it is about him, like zooming in on the stormtrooper boot, where I'm just like, oh, boot, and I like fell out of my chair. I was like, oh my god, they showed us the boot, and that's how you know that you were a crazy person. Claire's gonna get a scout trooper cut out of a boot. <laughs> That'll you know be what, the Charlie? Monday reveal. No, no hate, no hate. Don't kink shame. A big wet boot. Then, <laughs> big wet boot. He's gonna the razor crest. The, the, like the, how they like. I, this is the thing. I like. If I didn't like the episode, I'd be like, "How did they get the razor crest fixed so quickly?" <laughs> but. Because I loved it, I'm like, yeah, Razor Crest is fixed. Awesome. I really wanted Harrison Ford just to appear up now going, Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> um, the, this episode, it just like it. It said it was going to be one thing, and then it just like all of a sudden, there's this dog fight. This like dog fight in in this. Oh, and I love the volcano rivers in mm. the um underneath. Yeah, the lava flow. Um, did anyone have like, were you like me? Were you just like, well, that's a, that's, that's a pretty quick fix, but come on, look at it. It's doing, it's doing big U-turns in, in, in the sky. This is the best. Oh yeah. No, I, I, yeah. I, I just said, this is what they expect us to execute when we're playing the squadrons game. <laughs> they expect us to just be able to hit like drift 180s and then barrel roll down and focus. Yeah. Just as you're coming through it, I'm like. I'm not an ace combat pilot, but yeah, it was cool, man. That's that's all I thought right away. It was just like, come on, man. Honestly, this is what they expect us to pull off when we're playing co-op on squadrons and everybody's crashing into each other. <laughs> but this, the 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 flight and like the actual flight sequences and all that stuff, they've gotten so much better at it. I mean, from the entry of the atmosphere in the ep- episode before that. To him escaping the uh, Republic pilots and into him taking on TIE fighters was like just mm. awesome. And, and hey, in the chat, Mark Perez is here to help us out. They got it fixed so quickly so that it was easier for Gideon to track them. Mm-hmm. So so in the backstory, mm-hmm. you could go, hey, they got some Imperial. They, they really hustled on it. So... Because yeah. the sooner they're back in, the sooner they can um, chase them somewhere. So, well, gr- grief told them to do- make it a priority to fix it first. He yelled it out at them, and then they were like, "Well, we're going to do it either way." And they they obviously bugged the whole thing too. And- they'll go full empire, and it'd be like the little wires are the thing that's broken, and then Baby Yoda would have to go in 
put them in together. <laughs> oh, no. And they hide the out of it. Oh, no. <laughs> no more electricity. No more. Imagine the twist that Grief Karga is actually still working against Mando. Look, how dare you? Oh, oh come on. <laughs> oh, no. But actually, in our reaction show, um, Arad- what did they do to us? Sorry. Arad Press and I definitely brought a. Because Arad asked me, he goes, Do you trust Grief Karga? And I'm like, I kind of don't. Then it was revealed who the actual saboteur is. Then I go, okay, kind of brought, but it, it made me look at him a different way. It kind of made me think, you know, what if he is still working? Yeah. And he says, hey, Mando, it's business, man. You know, that's that's what he'll uh, do. I don't love that. I'm sorry. I, I, I just don't want <laughs> you to be shocked. That's it. That's it. Grandpa happens, grief. You know? this, this, Grandpa grief. I can't handle that. This concept is officially. Okay. Let's survive check. That is a major vibe check. I'm majorly checked right now. <laughs> I I'd be heartbroken. Are you well, serious? Of course. No, I can't. Well, of course he would. Yeah, it's it's definitely. It, I mean, come on. It's like the Rock being the people's champ and then turn around being the corporate champ. It destroyed everybody's soul in, in, at some point. It just is what it is, man. It it sucks, but if it happens, it happens. You know, I just don't think it will. I think he's turned over a new leaf. I mean, we should have, we should have known when they got that little that bug person to bug the ship. Nah. <laughs> That's called stereotyping, Charlie, and it is not okay. Look, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> class, yeah. I mean, he yeah. had the right when he looked at the camera. You're like, ah, trouble right there. Bad guy. Trouble right there. Also, that he's a guy, he's on that planet from Solo, right? Mimbun. Yes, he's a um a Nimbanese or something cuz pe- some people messaged me that saying that they're saying it was um oh my god. Whoa. 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 <laughs> hey, that's that's the first order's cloning program at work right there everybody. <laughs> just this is uh my name's Corey Van Dyke. Where's your hat? Um, where is the hat, Corey? <laughs> Give me the hat. <laughs> Give me your hat now. Fast. We we dropped the ball on this. Oh, there we go. It doesn't Sorry. even. Oh, wait, there we go. Hey, 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 Noah. So, so just then, of course. Ju- <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, I can't wear this. this I was gonna say <laughs> beanies are not for you, dude. No, <laughs> I mean they are, but uh, my hair is too good to. Not yeah, I was gonna up. say, you, yeah, yeah oh. your hair has been sculpted just, oh my lord, just nicely, man. Yes. Yeah, come oh, on. That in. was. Wow, that was like that was not like <laughs> unexpected. I, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of the flow, buddy, and and Thanks, covering buddy. it up. That is no, um, you can't. It's, it's it's like a, it should be illegal to do that. Let's grab a flow. <laughs> oh yeah, here. Yeah, is let him hear. <laughs> hey, that's the weirdest thing you've done. Oh. Hey, hey, Noah. So Corey just told us about that scene that um is in next episode. Do you want to tell us a bit more about that? Did you tell them about Grease 2? Grease 2? Grease 2? <laughs> yeah, no, there's this movie called Grease 2. It's like the best musical I've ever seen in my life. Hi, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Noah. I yeah, Charlie, die. Knows. Charlie knows what's up. I want to die. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Claire's doing well. Uh, <laughs> then we hit maybe one of the, it's got to be in the top five Yoju gifts. 
<laughs> the spewing. And I've only just seen this now, but when he's spewing, he's a little toothy pegs. Oh, pumpkin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're zooming in on the throw up and also still awing. <laughs> it's so adorable. This is why you don't have children. This is disgusting. Jeez. You're not wrong. That's my. By the way, this is my new reaction image. I'm going to use the bad takes on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Just the vomit. <laughs> Uh, then, uh, yeah, so the Mandalorian blows up all the TIE fighters and then we get the return of the X-Wing pilot doing his, um, you know, very, um, very drab custodian style policeman work doing a report and Carl Weathers, Carga, the, the, the guff that he gives him, it's, it's it's all, all time. Noah, mm. how did you um? You haven't had a chance to um, give us much. So, what did you make of of Grief Cargas um, giving a bit of lip? No, to, I love um, yeah, the X Wing no. pilot. I love it. Also, this X Wing pilot Carson. What's it? Is it Carson? What's his yeah. other name though? He's a full name. Do we know Carson? Carson. What, I love this. Guy. I love that this guy's. Well, in our reaction, I was like, "Is this the only guy in the galaxy that flies an X Wing?" But but also, it's true. Like he's. He's you know doing this investigation, patrolling but, the outer rim. Yeah, scene. patrolling the outer rim, and I and I love that. I thought, and also grief in this episode was all, all around was just awesome, and I love the. I just love uh, sassy grief cargo. It's awesome. It was it's so good, and, and and also just the um, afterwards looking at the mithril and going what like I. <laughs> <laughs> Mithril he was great too. Mith- Mithril was awesome too in this episode. I, I, I was a big fan of him. Um, I know well, I've probably gone over all this in the last hour, 47 minutes. So. Well, one thing we didn't go, go over enough, according to the chat, um, a lot of comments was we didn't get, we, we didn't talk about the, the neck gas enough. Apparently, mm. people well, want neck a big gas fan material. Never <laughs> <laughs> quite often before the, uh, the recording episode. I. Oh, you know what? I do it to torture you. I burp to torture you. But <laughs> neck farts are great. Every sound effect the Mithril had when he turned his head, it was just like squelching, disgusting noises. And I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I live for this. I live for neck farts and weird squelching when you turn your heads. Those are the species that I want to grab a drink at the cantina with. And Mithril was no different. He was disgusting. he was he was great. Uh, I I would how I. I'd forgive him for being a, <laughs> for being a corrupt accountant. Like if he was my accountant, right. he's like, "Oh, he's so he's funny. He's oh, got look at him. Yeah. He's just um, trying his best, you know." You got to get on that. Start doing that. What doing this? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Jeez. Look at the mystery. Dude. Um, and David Lozano and Sam Kari are letting us know it's Carson Teva is the yeah. X-wing pilot. Um, he then goes outside and talks to um, someone about how he notices some things are changing in the galaxy out here. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. But nothing was of interest compared to this final scene. Oh, yeah. Um, It's a cool little callback in here on the jackets. Uh, that logo is from like an like a old source book 
a um I've got some info on where it is here. So, oh, here he goes. Um, it's the Imperial Department of Military Research. Oh, cool. Which hmm. is um, in canon and legends. It sort of goes back, I think, maybe to the late 80s. But this is the shocking thing I discovered. They are responsible, right? They they did like, um, like helmets and stuff like that in, in canon. But in non-canon, they worked on the first Death Star, Mm, the second Death Star, and the The third third Death Star. Star. When is the third one? I don't recall. (laughs) I mean, things come in. You got. It's got to come in freeze, man. You got to do it. I've got to complete the trilogy. Got to complete the trilogy. Um, sex wedge, one of our favorites. <laughs> what a great Everyone, name. everyone's up for a sex wedge on Saturday night. We live for the sex wedge. He says, I really wanted Trapper Wolf, a.k.a. Dave Filoni to appear with Carson. No sex wedge. I say no to the sex wedge on a Saturday night because I, no, just I the- was bummed about that. I was bummed. No. I was, where's Dave? Where's Dave? He's bad. I mean, he's he's a wolf. Just the thought that he was walking around because his X-wing was there, I was like, "Oh, don't appear! Come on, Dave." No, you know, he was walking around like I just like to think Dave was like walking around like getting, you know, going to a little like getting the little kebabs of Salacious or whatever is on it. You know what I mean? But wow. Yeah. Okay, picture Whoa. this. Okay, next season we see Trapper Wolf, and he comes in and he's with his dad, played by George Lucas. Oh. I can't even I, um, be excited about that comment for the previous comment, but that would ooh. probably be cool. Oh, sorry, well, I'm just, I was just trying to think of like, what else do we know they put on kebabs? I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> I mean, at this point, if there's actual macaroni. My hair in that's awful, by the way. I, I hate that video. <laughs> Good. Good. That's what All you right. get. No, no, Noah and Claire's first argument online <laughs> live. <laughs> Noah, how do you feel? It's finally here. <laughs> <laughs> I that's it is. I'm like I just, he just, one just day steal off air. I want to have an entire argument with only the clips that you have, of Noah. <laughs> Please. oh goodness gracious me what just happened once i once i start hitting those clips and success i, I black out and i'm just like mm. You guys did not witness this, but he just got up and the cop van the Boca Tan cities are right there. And he went like that. <laughs> and I will say when I left for a second to use the bathroom and I came back, they scared me again, too. Oh. It's very menacing. Leisha consistent. Leisha consistent. I was thinking if Filoni had just come back, like he just walks on to the set, just like, um, yeah, I don't like, hey, I don't like hey, hey guys, I thought of this really good line for Ahsoka for the next episode. Oh, you're filming? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just but give her we... the badge and we'll go. Come on. <laughs> what if we call them wolf troopers? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
then we end with he will be ready what do you I think noah what, what what do you think what what's what how do you think how do you Buddy. think yo uh, is yoju blood connected to the dark troopers they have been through the the audio mm-hmm. we tell you what happens right. um service they've been identified as dark troopers um, do you think Yoju's blood is involved with them at all, or is this a separate issue? Um, yeah, I think I think Yo I think Yoju is involved with that. I mean, we probably talked about this already, but last night on our show, Castle Run Transmissions Roundtable, it's really great. Uh, Tate was on our buddy Tate, and he told us, but he told me I, I had no idea, but I guess like the Dark Troopers in Legends were like exoskeletons, yeah. and they had like Force sensitives inside of them, so. I think that's an awesome storyline if they're using Yoju's blood to make these army, this army of force sensitive beings that's going to go inside these dark trooper exoskeletons. Um, so I hope so. Um, also, I think it'd be cool if maybe they find Ahsoka uh, and like, or because we, we know they're probably going to follow Din to Corvus mm-hmm. and he's going to go meet Ahsoka. So it's there. And I think it'd be cool if they capture Ahsoka to go, Oh, here's another one. Go get her stuff too. You know what oh. I mean? And like, and, the, and then the rest of the, this is, this is all Tate's by the way. This is his theory. It was on the show last night, but they, and then the rest of the, the season is them trying to get Ahsoka back. They could be- uh, hey, Noah, yes, how sir. do you think they get the blood out of the Yoju? <laughs> I don't think, no, they wouldn't do it like that. Surely. No, 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 no. They, they're, they is, they probably do that to loosen them up a little bit, but then they get the, the needles oh, out. And the, Jesus, <laughs> you gotta think it wasn't. Here, it wasn't yeah, well, it was oh, what, do you think, harsh, you think yeah. they're nice to him? You think they're nice yeah. to him when they're draining his blood? You no, think they're, they're being cool? <laughs> Come on, Team Moff Gideon here. That's I mean, a good go. one. Space Ghost. Space. I'm going to kill your infant Yoda. I gotta be honest, Moff Gideon is already like top ten Star Wars characters for me. It's just, I love his delivery. He's awesome. It's so good. It's like, just so it's so menacing. I can't wait <laughs> to see so what he does next week. Yeah, yeah, I know. He he reminds me so much of like Mendo in that just like you mm. are so good at this. Right, everything yeah. you say is dope. Like like yeah. you are like so like like so cool, and you're in Star Wars. It's yeah. I'm, I'm gonna make a reference that's really old, but I just need someone to like scuff his boot, like his character, and do the right thing when they scuffed his shoe and he went crazy. There's a, <laughs> just said, you stepped on the Jordans, man, and he just went off. <laughs> so it scuffs the thing, and he's just like, you stepped on my boot. <laughs> he just goes <laughs> off. The whole thing. He just starts like making a big stink. And is that him? Him? Yeah, that's him. Wow, his character bugging out and do the right thing. That's Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah. Oh, you would not you'd not want him bugging out about some Jordans. <laughs> oh no. Oh my god. He'd be like, uh, updated one, you scuffed my dark sabers? Yeah. Like, exactly. added dark those, sabers? Are, those are I just had a custom polish job put on these, and that person's dead. Can't come back and polish them again. You're gonna pay for it. All right. D- David Gazzano wants to know we get in dark saber action in the next episode. Um I could see Moff pulling it out for a sec just to chop down some whatever the hell. <laughs> what? Uh, hey, man. What did I say? You do you, you know what I'm saying? You don't think yeah. so. 
No, we believe. Wait, miss, what am I missing here? On a PG show, Noah. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. What is it? He right said out, I can bro. see him pulling it out first. Hey, hey. It's, it's I don't John know why Carlo, it just guys. happened, dude. I don't Carlo. know why. Come on. He's gonna. Oh, sorry, he will. Raise it out. Spike Lee. What do you want to come out? No, no. Oh God. Uh, using it, he's gonna he'll, he'll, he'll use it. He'll use it. Okay, so now everything sounds stupid. So yeah, he's, gonna, he's gonna pull it out. He's gonna pull it out and then turn it on, and then he's gonna keep going, he's gonna keep whip going. it around and take some people out. <laughs> whip it around. Yeah, whip it around. Uh, Maybe. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I'm trying, Sam. I'm trying, buddy. I am. I'm I, I, I didn't even say they, these are the ones. I said a perfectly fine. You know, we've safe been in work. a good flow, Noah. So they yeah, made just, it. They made it not safe for work, Steel. It's not my fault. True. Don't dock my pay, Steel. This is their fault. <laughs> uh, you're not getting paid for this. Oh, I am. Oh my so. god. Oh, none of us are getting paid for this. <laughs> uh, so I. So me, me, and Steel have an agreement. So. <laughs> yes. The Comes agreement in for the last thirty minutes. To Noah's credit, the agreement yeah. is he's he's put in fifty bucks to the super I was chat. Say, is it, isn't that isn't it the money I've earned up here at the top in in, in, the, in the super chat bar? That's Come on. Made. No, I'm just kidding. No, seriously. This Business is awesome. dealings out in the open, huh? Yeah, I haven't got to talk about that. This is awesome. Um, and I know Maggie was here, but um, I, I just saw an awesome thing she's doing. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to. Help and hopefully we've got so, a lot of super chats tonight to go go to that go to that. No, well, I thought it was really cool that you you got it out um, your wallet. That is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I whipped that. I whipped it out. I, I feel like I'm in an, like an episode of like the Naked Gun or something with the <laughs> the, the puns. Right. You guys are out of control. Hey. Let's um, go to our uh, final thoughts on the episode. And Claire, keep it in. Keep your gas in. Sorry. Always, you always let you always let your neck gas off at the the most inappropriate times. I really do. I'm sorry. I need to work on that. So Not polite. Let, let's go to you with our score <laughs> out of ten and and final thought on the episode. Um. So I, I would I would give it an eight out of ten. I really enjoy like I it's really hard to rank all of these episodes because they're all they've all been like really great in my book. They've been what I've been hoping for. And um and you know, Carl Weathers did a fantastic job both directing and performing in this. It was just charming from start to finish. No roasting monkey lizards, which, you know, definitely is a plus. Um yeah, I just I just enjoyed this from start to finish. I enjoyed the Mithril coming back. I love Horatio Sands. I know how big of a Star Wars fan he is. So I love seeing Star Wars fans in Star Wars. So that's an extra little like warm fuzziness in my heart. Um, and it was just from it was just entertaining, delightful baby Yoda action and exciting, beautiful special effects, beautiful sound effects and just you know, just I, I it's this is I could not have ever pictured a Star Wars television show to hit all the right notes as much as Mando has this season. And uh sign I just in Filoni and Favreau, I trust. Excellent. 
Noah Van Outlaw. Now, I know you are well positioned as a Star Wars insider, but I'd hope you'd put your bias aside and right. give us a on-the-nose, level-headed mark out of 10 <clears throat> and final thoughts on the episode. I'm going to give it an 8. Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I think it's a great episode. Um, I, I, was, I said this in the chat earlier, but I do think this is actually the most um, plot-driven episode we've had this season. Uh, this is this is answered the most, or not really answered the most questions, but given us hints toward all most of the questions that I think we have. You know about what are they doing with Baby Yoda? Um, you know exactly uh, all all that stuff, like the cloning stuff. Uh, that we get, we see the dark troopers. We know Moff Gideon has a plan for them. Um, so I think I love that about this episode because I have was one of those people that you know was like, let's move this story forward. And I know a lot of people think you know chapter two or not chapter two, but episode two of the season was fine and i, I like the episode but I, one thing i just w- wish it would have moved forward and so um i'm happy this episode did that a lot and uh yeah eight out of ten and i just cannot wait to see next week's episode. it's gonna be the rest of the season is just gonna be bonkers it's gonna oh. be insane well the thing is we've got no visual right yeah There's exactly. no, no no more trailer footage um used up all right gonna have some fun how do you two little sad boys after watching that <laughs> monday night football trailer of nothing oh, no oh no what what would you Corey? what what would you have to say to those two little sad boys i'm still you know say they should have marketed it better i'm i will say that i mean i really i don't really i know i know the show's doing fine um but i think it could be doing better but Corey, you go ahead <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Stick to your guns. Don't let Steel do this to you, buddy. I, I'll be quite honest. I delete that video. <laughs> no, I didn't. But looking Don't back that, at it, talking to me see either. what I, I caught myself last night because I said, "Hey, hey, Corey, what's the point of deleting it? I've got it all here." Okay, what's a vibe check? That is a major vibe check. I'm majorly checked right now. <laughs> Here's the thing. Last night, I was on the phone with Fred, and I was like, you know. How cool, with who? friend? Oh, I thought you said with Fred. You said That's with a, who? The f- you said who the with hell is Fred? You said with who? As if like I love like, this when they just turn into an old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Okay, all right. Are we, are we good hey, here? What's going hey, on? Huh? Um, Charlie, do you think they're Mister and Mrs. Seinfeld or Mister and Mrs. Costanza? Costanza <laughs> oh, for sure. Costanza, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Okay, go ahead. We're okay, two old dudes from the Muppets. <laughs> Can I speak now? I'm trying trying to dress. Okay, all right, great. (laughs) The two on the Muppets, they're trying to be funny on purpose. There it goes again. All right, go, go, go. What I was going to say was I said last night, I was like, wow, how cool is it that we have no footage and Disney was kind enough to hold back things. Then I stopped myself. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you might as well just not even apologize because that makes it a whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. In all honesty, I, I do agree with Noah saying though they they could have been marketed. It could have been marketed, but yeah. but I will say I I am I do think it's. They should hear me. The hell are you moving the microphone? The thing is, <laughs> thing is, <laughs> thing is, oh is um, I am excited <laughs> though that we haven't seen. But thing is, there's episode they could they could have still done this. Like they could have still done this. It had the last four episodes on it, but show more from those first four episodes. You done? Okay. Are you, am I done? 
I just got it. I've been here 10 minutes, bro. You've been here an hour, two and a half, two hours, and five minutes long. Hey, 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 Claire. Hey. But in all honesty, I, I have to say, get in here if you're going to, you can't even, they can't even see I think, dude, you're so big, I can't even come in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a new clip. That is a new clip. <laughs> As worse, that's what she said in the comments now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we look like we're just completely in, like, All right, fine, we're too close. All right. Oh, okay. well, there hey. it is. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, baby. Hey. Yes. Oh, doing? <laughs> okay, so, um, <laughs> were you oh, giving your rating or what's. I already gave it. Oh, okay. Right. We're waiting on you. Oh, okay, I thought it was a great episode. I loved it. Wait, uh, wait, I loved... wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Wait. I just, I, I just try to, I'm just trying to get this down. So, was the line, you're so big, I can't come in here? Was that <laughs> the line? <laughs> oh, oh my God. I feel like I'm on Imperial Senate, but now you can see my face. It's terrible. <laughs> well, I, I can't tell hey, if I'm what? like asleep and delirious. <laughs> hey, one Marvel fan says, steal, quit that. And I'm like, brother. It's already clipped. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, the episode was great. I would give it an 8 out of 10. But can I just say, can I just say for everyone that next Friday, we're getting Dave Filoni bringing Ahsoka Tano into live action with his vision and what he wants to do with the character. That's crazy that that's a thing that's going to happen. I'm so excited. I, 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 I'm counting the days. I haven't been this excited since the Siege of Mandalore. And before that, I hadn't been that excited since like, well, there's been a lot of things to be excited about, but... Honestly, like, I, it feels like we're getting a Star Wars movie next Friday. For me, I'm just like, holy crap. We're going to see Ahsoka Tano. We're going to see Ahsoka Tano. Okay. So, what was that shit? Hey, way to put it down, Corey. Hey, way man. to put it down, dude. That's right, man. Yeah, you I go, can't wait. Yes. You go hard. I yes. can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh but God. yeah, no, it's back. It's, it's going to be a huge week next week. Um, Charlie. Um, what would you score that segment of the podcast? That's apparently I read it's gonna have a field day. Um, <laughs> look at them. Yeah, we're gonna be clipped and like. Oh my gosh! I just love how you spent about ten minutes debating, <laughs> setting up to a conversation that I can't even remember what it was for. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the episode. I'd give it an eight out of ten. Like Claire said, I think it was just great. Some of the stuff I love about the Rise of Skywalker is the Palpatine shenanigans. I know people don't really care for that stuff, but I I've been a big fan of the way Disney have been like going back and looking at the ways. Ever since Episode Three, Palpatine and Vader have been doing one specific thing, which is trying to extend their life, and they're doing it different ways. They do it in the VR game. You see Vader doing his own thing. You see it in the comics, like they're they're both doing their own thing, and I feel like this is just another extension of that. Palpatine's got his secret cloning shenanigans. I like the idea that he's like, tr- st- I mean, we've seen him in the Clone Wars and Rebels trying to kidnap kids before and, you know, do weird stuff. So I, it's not really a surprise if it is Snoke. And what better way to set up this? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. The, the dog. Sorry. <laughs> keep going. I'm sorry. We're totally ruining sorry, this. Sorry. The- 
Also, I opened <laughs> something. Let me do it. Let me do it. Stop touching it. Stop touching it. Never clicked. Never Where is this coming no, from? Not, I clicked this. I clicked. Oh, how do I turn it off? I don't know. I think I it's don't an know iTunes. Oh, it's, it's so not loud. iTunes. It is. Oh, it is. Sorry. Okay. okay. Holy shit. All right. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay. Charlie, <laughs> I really am sorry. I, okay. I, I have 10. <laughs> there you go. Score, final five. <laughs> Done. Jesus. We're falling off the rails. stressful 30 seconds. It was really stressful. It was so loud. We clicked so that badge clip Corey had downloaded because it's Corey. And thing is, it just blew my eardrums out. Pretty much. Pretty much. Oh, God. It's so true. All right. For those listening to the podcast, there's an image of Beavis and Butthead on the couch. <laughs> um, all right, so we've got Charlie down for an eight. Les, Les, what are uh, what do you got? What do you got, buddy? I think I'm going to go with an eight also and just keep it together uh, or keep with the the group. Uh, it, it, for Carl Weathers, if it was his directorial debut, great. Um, the the action sequences, the just Tie Fighters. I mean. I'm going to say this too. For a lot of you all that are are Clone Wars fans, I'm not. I didn't watch the Clone Wars. But I'm really, really happy seeing and experiencing everybody's fulfillment. Like everybody, you know, I'm watching with Araj on the Sith list and we're doing our reaction. And he's like, dude, we would have never got this. He's like, we only thought Filoni was going to do, you know, just animated stuff. And that was it. He was done. You know, and it's like now he's here when Favreau, Favreau brought this to life and you know he's got his he's got a way to do certain things. Just the fact that all these different things are coming uh, from everywhere—they're not afraid to blend. You know, the legend stuff and new stuff, and not only that. If this is a way to honestly explain the whole line of somehow Palpatine is alive, this—I mean—if I was Disney, this is the long game. This is literally the the checkmate move to mm-hmm. shut down all that other stuff. I would just say. Hey, Fabro, can you fix this through the show? And there it is, dude. And now we got like tanks everywhere with clones all over the place, failed clones, and maybe the final shot. I don't know. I don't know if it needs to be fixed, Les, but yeah, I, I see. What you're I'm doing. just saying, you know, for <laughs> every right. now I, and then, let's just be honest. If you're sitting film. in the in the chair as the king, you you when people take digs at you, you're gonna feel it. And let's right. be honest, when they just hand waved, oh, Palpatine's alive, and you're just like, what? How? It was, yeah. yeah, it would certainly make it more palatable. How now it's like shut up all you haters. This is the check mark right here. We started this, this is how it goes, and, and you know what? I would think this could be a way for them to either just clean things up or throw it in people's faces too. Like, yes, there was always a plan, there was always something, and it's just really cool to see and really cool to see that everybody else's reactions and enjoy, you know, how they're looking going. I thought I'd, they'd never see something come to life. So there it is, man. The, um, Again, eight out of ten. <laughs> sweet. I, I, I think I don't think so much. In my theory, it wouldn't be that like they're getting him to clean it up. I, I just think that those two are such nerds and such good storytellers. They're like because they add so many things from everywhere. It's like oh, and then how can we make it like feed into what? Like not so much like make an excuse for it or try to validate right. it, but it's like there. So let's. Let's feed in there on the. Oh yeah, no. Inadvertently, yeah. they could easily say, "Oh, and this just answers that question." 
You know, yeah, like, yeah. There you go. It's just but additional it, context. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. It just it just helps tie things together. And it, either way, I, I'm gonna enjoy it either way, whether they I give me a great explanation or not. Like, it is what it is. We're all gonna enjoy it. Let's be honest here. Look, if they're making spinoffs from the Mandalorian characters, I wouldn't be surprised if in the finale for this season we just see a vat open, steam comes out, very mysterious, and then we just see a title for a new spinoff. Ray's dad, a Disney Plus <laughs> show. Give it to me. Give it to me. I'm still down for that. Hey, 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 sir! That's just escaped an um, imperial facility. What's your name? I'm Ray's dad. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's an imperial guy. Who goes. What's your name? I don't. I don't know. Ray's dad. You can be called Ray's dad. <laughs> who are your people? Yeah, you know who it would people? be. It's a. Who are you and Ray? Ray Skywalker. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Uh-oh, we're, we're venturing good. into... They're going to fight again. We better cut out. Anyway. <laughs> I couldn't imagine, like, when we're like at Celebration, watching the Mandalorian like panel and all that stuff, it was great. But in nowhere in my imagination did I think that this show was going to be anywhere near this good. No, yeah, not at all. Yeah. No. Like, it's, it's it's stunning how good it is. And, like, the, the thought of a Star Wars TV show, you know, it was always interesting. I'd never vote against it, but it was always like, is it going to, like, sort of be whack? Like, is it going to be, like, a watered-down sort mm-hmm. of, like, like wacky, you know, whatever? Um, and, you know, George and and and... and and our God, Rick McCullum tried to do it. And and thankfully they couldn't because I, I feel like, you know, it would have, you know, sort of sullied the whole thing and it wouldn't have been this big, vast, you know, story that they can tell because of the volume and all that stuff. So they've, they, like, Star Wars had good timing, like the original. The Mandalorian, as far as getting on streaming, like, and filming, like, the, it has had the best timing in, like, show business history. Yeah. Um, my only negative was, um, an actress that I, I really wish was not on my screen, which, you know, probably brought down my score a little bit, but it's still a banger and I am locking in an eight, which brings up the episode average. Cause Laura, actually it was all eights. It's if Laura went for a seven, um, but through the magic of rounding, I round to the nearest quarter, it actually rounds up to a eight. So it is, I believe, the second highest rated episode for the panel behind last week. For nice. um, Bo Katan, um, any theories about where we're going to end up? For the next four episodes. Les, where do you think it's going to go? Ooh, it could go... Well, obviously, they're going to end up on Corvus, and it could just be this massive, massive battle. Did I say the planet right? Help me out. Did I say the planet right? Yeah, Corvus. Yeah. Yep. I think that's where we're going to end up. Final episode is just going to be the aftermath of this major skirmish, and we're going to get either Din and everybody standing tall and Moff Gideon taking off just retreating to continue, you know, to continue to the next season. And let the good people of the internet know where they can track you down. Less is more. Okay. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at less is more 78. If you want to listen to uh, 
this voice here. Uh, I'm on a show called Do The Set I? List. It's and a great that's voice. with my good buddy, uh, my good buddy and other buddies, uh, Raj, Carlos, King, Tom Chansky, and Eric Struther. Struthers. Sorry. Uh, we record on Wednesdays. Uh, release on Sunday, so we do have a new episode. It should already be up on all your podcatchers right now uh, in, in various time zones. And then we also have uh, start our own YouTube channel where we do some awesome reactions and we're on different roundtables with you guys here. Excellent. Yeah, subscribe to the Sith List on YouTube because the, um, you know, you're doing the morning of Mandalorian reactions. Very yeah. appreciated. Uh, Charlie, where do you reckon it goes? And give us some sweet plugs. I think we should all be uh, getting ready to bring our umbrellas on a lovely trip because we're going to Camino. Oh, I thought this was going to be another like very exaggerated moist reference. But... <laughs> I, mean, I, was I, mean, for it too. I mean, just to be quite frank, like I love Camino, <laughs> so you never know if we see Camino on screen again. Well, you know, I've got to be careful. Home to one of the one of the best scenes in Star Wars, in my opinion, Kenobi versus Django. That was. I mean. What? Because Camino is a great place because it combines two plot points. Number one, you've got the whole shenanigans of the cloning, the whole Baby Yoda stuff. Two, Boba Fett. You're bringing me. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to combine those story points? You might want to go home, chill out with Lama Sue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claire, where do you reckon it going? And let us know where we can track you down on the internet. Well, um, I think Honestly, we've got so much time and I cannot believe I don't know how we're going to get from point A to point Z at this point. Um, The one thing that I do think is going to happen is that the finale will give us a matchup between Bo-Katan and Moff Gideon for the Darksaber. I want it. I want to watch that so badly. And I want to watch her reclaim Mandalore and reunite all of the splintered tribes and different sex of the Mandalorians. Um, but yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cstribs, and you can catch me on the Imperial Senate podcast at MSenatePod on Twitter, at Imperial Senate Pod on Instagram, and at our YouTube channel where we just had a uh, Mandalorian review episode come up with the lovely Amanda Wirtz, which was a great time. Excellent. Noah Van Outlaw. Yeah. Corey Van Outlaw. <laughs> Let no, us know where to track you down. And, um, and, and, and we finally, we've got Oliver wants to know, Corey, quick scoop before this ends. Um, I don't think we have any. I, I mean, we have one thing we know it's coming up in the episode, but I don't want to spoil it for anyone. So. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, uh, yeah I, I don't also on my theories, I don't really have any. I kind of said the one I think was going to happen earlier. I think they're going to capture Ahsoka and they're going to go try to get her back. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter though at Outlaw Noah and on Instagram at the Outlaw Noah. Uh, Kessel Run Transmissions, KR Transmissions on Twitter, Kessel Run Transmissions on Instagram. We do uh, roundtables for every Mando just episode, just like this. Do reactions mm-hmm. for where can they find you? Well, I, I mean, as far as theories go, yeah, I think we're gonna get one of the best episodes, one of the best things ever put to screen next Friday. Um, I, I think like, this is just such a huge payoff for people who like me and Claire and Charlie, who have been following the Clone Wars for like all this time and like growing up with it. And to, to know that 
like Ahsoka is going to be fully realized in live action is it's like it's just something that I never thought would happen, and it shows that Star Wars is going in a really good place. And um, I <laughs> I do think we're going to see Ahsoka fighting. Um, I think we're going to see Ahsoka well, fighting for sure next week. So, um, you know. I'm I am stoked. Uh, you can follow me at core underscore wolfpack on Twitter as well as at core underscore wolfpack on Instagram at Care Transmissions on Twitter and at Kessel Run Transmissions on Instagram. Make sure to check out our channel at Kessel Run Transmissions here on YouTube, where you can subscribe for a bunch of Star Wars: The Mandalorian content. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks Excellent. for uh, letting me hop on here for the last little bit. Always welcome, Noah. Um, we will be doing uh, our hyper chats throughout the week at uh, 4 p.m. West, 7 p.m. East. Hopefully, Corey um, won't be filming something with uh, his roommate Yoko over there. And <laughs> he'll be here. Hey, Yoko. Hey, Yoko. How you going you gonna, to you gonna take that? All right, yeah. step off, Greg. Yoko, step off, Greg. Steel just calls you Yoko. Gundy. That's okay, Gundy. That's a good one. And a little thing um, for next week, for the the last four episodes, I'm going to do, if you're up, um, I'm going to do a a live stream at 1am instant reaction because I just lie in bed and I'm just like, I was like, the other night I was like, why don't I just talk? And then I can go to sleep instead of just thinking about all the things anyway. So that'd be a fun bit of extra stuff. But um, thanks, everyone, for staying up so late. Thanks um, to uh, Laura and Maggie. And, of course, if you are watching on delay or on podcast, we the link will be in your show notes. Trans rights are human rights. This is the way. Um, going to the uh, trans rights, transgender, sorry, law center and it's over sixteen thousand dollars raised. Um, it just needs to be altered. And thanks to everyone in the chat for um, helping out with that. If you, you can donate afterwards, if you wish. And um, thanks to everyone in the chat for for supporting it. You know, you, it's a tough time to have a spare change, but um, mm-hmm. you know, your support is good. We, um, your you're the people we want to be hanging out with talking about Star Wars until Monday. Thanks everyone. It's been quite a night and I've got some, some clips to pull out for <laughs> next week. Um, that, 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 that could almost be a clip itself. Um, <laughs> if, if taken the wrong way, but let me tell you this, like I'm sure you all agree that this episode's gone on long enough. Oh, so, Lord. may that force be with you. Be good people. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.